DJ Thomas, and you're listening to Frequency Interrupted. What's up, fellas? What's going on, man? DJ, we are we good on mics? We check. Yeah, we're good. Okay, I don't good. need to check them. They're good. All right, sweet. I'm checking it right here. I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Too late, then, if it's not. Oh, man. So, what were you saying? <laughs> oh, no. So, I was talking about the, the we thinking about, you know, brands of tequilas to bring in. I was going to get that 818, that Kardashian brand, right, because right. apparently, well, first of all, I don't like celebrity uh, branded. Right. You yeah. know, like um, uh, the one with. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, George Clooney. George Clooney's brand. I mean, which is yeah. okay. Casamigos. It's decent. Yeah. 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 Now I do like the I do like the Rock the way he did it. He found it. He found one, and then he made. Well, he was made transparent form. about it. Yeah. yeah so he I was really like, hey, "This is that. what I'm using." Yeah. Right. It's not like, yeah. "Hey, this is my brand," and there's no yeah. backstory on it. Yeah. And so, but apparently, they use. I guess whenever they bake the uh, the bake the, the tequila, or they actually use part whatever they don't use for the, 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 the for the tequila, they they use it to may help make bricks, the clay. I guess like a like a a, a binder for the clay I guess the leaves they okay. shut them up and okay. uh, they make a binder for clay to build homes which is pretty cool I mean I thought that's pretty cool um, now I'm not sure if that's just a, hey we're going to throw it away anyway so you can have it or if right. it's a yeah. hey let's make a contribution so. yeah, and I think that's one thing we talked about one time is that uh, the celebrity tequilas and how yeah. we tend to try to stay away but then you know with this market, I think it's so oversaturated too that you, sometimes you don't even know who's involved behind the tequilas. Yeah. And yeah. You, there's even stuff out there that you might think like, "Oh, I'm mm-hmm. not endorsing this celebrity tequila because it's you know these rich fuckers." But for all you know, you're drinking a tequila that's <laughs> yeah. you know created by even more rich fuckers that just aren't <laughs> as famous. You know that absolutely have no idea. About. Well, I, I picked one earlier, or I was going to grab one, and um, I started looking at it, and it was. Imported in New York, New York, and then I started looking at it, and it was imported by Stoli. So Stoli is actually producing the bottle, and but it, it's from somewhere else. Yeah, and I was like, well, shit, I'm not getting this one because I don't know where it's coming from. At least everything we're drinking all the time, we know where it's coming from. You right, know what I mean? Right. So what are we drinking today? Well, right now we have uh, go for it. Uh, that's a Camarena, and it's their añejo, and I mean it's it's not a crazy expensive bottle. It's probably like a thirty five dollar bottle that you can pick up anywhere really it's 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 a very mass-produced tequila i just i had never tried it and obviously uh for those that don't know a lot about tequila when you mention the camarena family in tequila like Mm -hmm. that is royalty okay but i don't know i didn't do the research on it i don't know how this works like i said it's a very mass-produced tequila yeah um so and you know now they've split up into like so many distilleries and so many farms that who knows if you know one of the original members even has a say or yeah. a hand in this. When I started drinking um, regularly, Camarena brand was one I got mostly because it wasn't expensive, right. but it was very good. It yeah. was 100% blue agave and it had a nice flavor, and um, I liked it. I liked the reposado and I liked the silver, so I, I really enjoyed that. And then I was actually at, um, I was at. Cuban liquor yesterday, and I hate Jose Cuervo. Okay, I've never been yeah. a Jose Cuervo fan, but I've seen. But like yeah. you've seen, like the the yeah. Jose Cuervo bottle, like yeah. brand, like the three four hundred dollar bottles, the select stuff. Yeah, 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 stuff, yeah. yeah. So I saw this, and this is the uh, the hundred percent agave, and most of the time their stuff is made with blue agave. It's very rarely, you know, hundred mm-hmm. percent. But this is their um, uh, añejo tequila, and it's it. I got it because. It said it was uh, it's aged in new American oak and in Irish single malt whiskey barrels. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. And so for Cuervo, I thought that was pretty unique. And I thought, well, you know what? Let's try this. 
And then, um, and it was only 19 bucks. Damn. And I was like, oh, wow, you know, I almost bought two bottles. But if it sucked, then I'd be, you know, right, two bottles yeah, of yeah. it. <laughs> um, and then uh, I bought uh, this brand I love. This is the, that uh, uh, Husongs, or Husongs. Uh, have you ever had this brand? I actually have never I believe, had that. I believe you got I got you a bottle, bottle, a silver bottle of this, silver. I think, was, one time. Yeah, Either the Reposado or the silver like that. But this stuff is really, really good. And this is their Añejo. They have another one called the Platinum, but it's really just a, a Cristalino. So I, I, I prefer, and they had this in a Cristalino too, but I prefer the the color. Yeah. I like the color of it. So that's why I wanted that one. So I'm excited about this one. I like it too because it's like a little Mexican whiskey jar. You know, it's like a little, <laughs> it's not like that. A little clay bottle. Yeah, it's all clay. So. Yeah. And what'd you well, bring? I have uh, Cortalejo, Anejo. Oh, I've been um, waiting. I have your, not had brand. that yet. I have you not? Because you've not had, had extra Anejo. No, I, yeah, I, had the, no, I haven't had the extra Anejo. So you've been either. drinking just Reposado just the whole Reposado time? Just the whole time. Holy shit. Yeah, okay. all the blue bottles. This is his favorite. Okay. So. Yeah, so I'm excited <laughs> His favorite about brand, anyways. And uh, Cor- Cormino, I guess. Uh, this is a, a Cristalino uh, Reposado. Okay. So, um, How'd you find that one? I found that at um, our little spot over there in Benton. Oh, okay. And um, Yeah, so we're going to see if that... I mean, that last time we had that 1800... Yeah. Crystalino was pretty yeah, good, you yeah. know, for for their brand. So, yeah. and see, yeah, and that's I, I don't think we touched base too much last time on the, the Crystalino. So they basically kind of filter it out through whatever. I mean, so it sees bar- it's it does see barrel action, and I guess it's in some way or other. I think I guess it's filtered in some yeah. way. They take that color out. Yeah, and I think like we kind of mentioned behind the scenes. I don't think if we actually mentioned it on the podcast about the effects that it has on flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we didn't know. Yeah, you know how it reacted to that. Yeah. And obviously the one we had last time was pretty damn good though. Yeah. I just Bro. finished it off yeah. last night. Yeah. I just finished off last night. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you last time, my God, I went, my son listened to it. He was laughing. He goes, dad, that was hilarious. That one was so funny. But I mean, I got, I drank good on that one. I, I, I was telling my wife, I mean, like when we took the picture and then I don't really even remember walking down the stairs and, um, <laughs> So I, I had um, the 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 uh, Casa Dragones mm-hmm. and put some in a little water bottle, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're driving home, and, and I'm in the passenger seat, and I'm like, "Man, I need some water." I got the bottle, I went like that. I'm like, "That's not water." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was so good. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I was I, I felt like uh, I felt like Joe Rogan when Snoop showed up on his yeah. podcast. He, he was higher than he'd ever been. <laughs> That's probably the most I've ever I've ever had. That was just you know so so. Yeah. No man, I, um. Well, I think we're just going to, I mean, at this point, I think we're just going to keep doing this thing, man. Yeah, I yeah. feel like uh, we're getting a lot of good feedback. And, uh, you don't like it? It is strong. Yeah, I don't like it. It man. is. I just didn't like it. It's just. I may have already had a warm-up before y'all got here because I was like, I need to warm mm. my palate up a little bit. Oh, that's why he's over there blinking? Yeah. <laughs> that's, why, that's why he looks like he yeah. had a stroke? He's yeah. over on, <laughs> no, it is a. I just look, it has some burn to it for sure. Yeah, it does. It, it's not, it is mass produced. Yes. You can definitely tell yeah. it's mass produced and they're like, okay, that's a good flavor is good enough. Let's get it out the door. Yeah. But it's got a nice little, it's got legs, it's got yeah. nice little yeah. legs on it. I mean, that's sticking. But again, you know, I think like on these, these kinds of things, you can also relate to like the quality of something to the price point, like for the price point, right. it's not, you know, <clears throat> right. a bad tequila is there better stuff out there for that price point I'm sure yeah. but yeah. for what you're spending and what you're getting and I, I think it's it's you know yeah. fair I w- deal I would rarely uh, mix an añejo with something but I would mix this one with yeah. something I would definitely mix with, with uh, something yeah I've, I've caught myself here recently going out to eat and stuff and just getting a sh- like two shots in a glass and yeah. not doing the the mixed drink thing anymore right. you know what I mean yeah. like I've, I believe we're 
I'm I'm becoming a, a somewhat of a, a real tequila drinker now. Oh, yeah. A tequila snob? Is that what you want yeah, to call it? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Definitely not a connoisseur of sorts or anything. So we're gonna go with the Squervo. Yeah, I'm gonna do the Squervo real quick. I gotta, that one's that one's kind of strong. I need something a little bit and go back to it and see what's going on with that. So how you been? I'm good. I've been good, man. <laughs> I met your, we met your daughter when DJ and I were out uh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She told your daughter, me. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, have fun with that one. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> every, every, every day is a new, uh, a new uh, experience. She, so she's at, right now she's at the beach with some friends or whatever, and, and you know, her mom or whatever, and uh, I'm still finishing off. <laughs> and so I get a message from her yesterday. It's like, can you send me some money? And I'm like, so you went to the beach with no fucking money and she's like yeah and all. so then you know I gotta have a talk with like my wife and it's like well, again y'all gotta fill me in on stuff yeah, please cause what's yeah well what's been going on man you um so we were just talking about this a minute ago so you have you got ooh, I put, put a lot in there oh man it, I don't know I feel like the darker ooh. it is the more I pour yeah you're not gonna be disappointed I'm not okay mm-hmm. um yeah what's going on with the um the brewery bro y'all got y'all got some shit brewing yeah the, the, <laughs> literally uh, the brewery, it, it, it it's been busy. I mean, like same old stuff, and it's just kind of, it's it's a uh, it's been hard to kind of not hard, but you know, you always that grind of always having to come up with new things, keep things fresh, you know, keep people walking through those doors. So, do you feel you have to do that though? Do you feel uh, like you have to consistently keep it new, or do you find that people are like you know what I found a beer I like, that's why I come here? Uh, I think it's a little of both. I think you know. You don't necessarily have to have something crazy every month, but I think people do appreciate it, you know, and it it it, it does create kind of like that hype of getting people back to. I like what y'all are doing. I like yeah. that every week. I'm like, shit, what's he doing this yeah, weekend? Yeah. I'm always looking like, what's what's the release? Right, what's right. the new thing? Y'all always have some new shit going on. No one else does that, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that it may be abroad, but not yeah. here. You know right. what I mean? But it's good for traffic, right? It's good to drive traffic yeah. in and stuff like that. Well, and so. also, you know, we're kind of an obscure part of town, so yeah. you, you you have to kind of do things to draw people to that certain part of town. I mean, like next week we're doing a comedy night, which you know. I'm pretty excited about. I've never heard any of these dudes' jokes. Me either, and I'm but, really looking forward to this. Yeah, too, because I like think... I haven't seen any good live comedy since um, <clears throat> it was probably the beginning of last year when no, it was fuck. It might have been the end of 2020. Didn't you really? go see Joe Rogan? Well, yeah, I've seen that, but I'm talking about you're like, talking about local talking about comedy. Intimate, intimate oh, comedy. okay, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. intimate comedy. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen any since I was in Dallas and. The wife and I were going to go do something, and and it was closed, and then there ended up being a comedy show, but it was still kind of post-pandemic right, shit. Right. So they were, the mask thing, the lines. And, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but it was really good, man. And um, she actually saw it online before I did. Yeah. And she was like, did you see this shit? I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why are we finding out this online? Yeah. You, know, yeah, yeah. you got our text number. You got yeah. our number. We have a group yeah. chat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, like, anyways, like it, a local group of comedians, they kind of approached me about it, and I was like, man, I think this is a great idea. And yeah. Like I said, I've never heard – any of them jokes, but they all seem like super interested. Like they're all super like they're, it, this has been like one of the first times or like one of the couple times where I can say that you link up with somebody and they're promoting shit just as like, like just I as feel, hard as you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm kind of slacking on my end. Like, <laughs> these dudes are like making videos. They're out here like pushing this shit, man. So I hope it's a, it's a good turnout for them and just, like I said, something different to bring. Yeah, yeah, we definitely need. Bojo. Well, you're doing a really good culture mix there. So, like yeah. the, the the stuff you do, like you have 
the Hispanic food draw there that you have the yeah. vendors come there and do that, and then you have the barbecue draw, dude. Holy yeah. shit! Like um, Bad Wolf and Sunbird. Like I missed that. I was so pissed to miss that, that weekend. Was, uh, but like hottest day of the year too. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it like, was. I know. I was out in the, uh, yeah. on the how, other how did all stuff. Go. It, we had thirteen competitors. Great yeah. show. Yeah. Um, good. Good turnout, sold plenty of food, did yeah. great teams joined, but it was, dude, it was miserable. Dude, the, the, same, it was like 127 degrees in the parking lot. Same thing. The entire with, day. It was the same thing with us over there, dude. It was, we were burning, but we were struggling to keep the inside of the brewery like somewhat cool just because so many people were going right, in and out, out. You know? Yeah. But Sunbird and Bad Wolf, before they even opened or they said they were going to start serving it too. By 145, there was a line from the truck to like the back gate. Shit. Of people standing in the fucking oh. sun for barbecue. Waiting on barbecue. Yeah. Damn. So it, it was wild. But I, I think that's one thing. Like, I, what I saw from that day is like stuff that I want to like keep doing. I feel like, regardless of like with food, like I'm not, you know, I know food. I love food. I, I considered myself a pretty good like home chef or mm-hmm. whatever. But being able to bring in people like that that are like really like masters of their craft, yeah, and get them to collaborate on something, I want to, I want to keep doing more shit like that, like bringing yeah. people in that, you know, can draw a crowd per se. All right, pause. I want to know what all you right, think right. of the smell. <laughs> it's know. good, man. What you think? Yeah. Dude, it's like it's almost like, it's like syrup. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's it got, is sweet. It's got a nice, but it doesn't. It doesn't taste sugary. It doesn't. Oh, wow. Yeah. But is there like a saltiness also too when you first taste it or something that's not? It's that it's that Irish single malt barrel, dude. I'm telling you, it's something to it. The right whiskey, there. Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's it. I wonder if it was like I a rye taste... whiskey barrel or something. Yeah, because there's there's a bit of it in yeah. the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's a little salty, but then it gets warm and it's got that nice. It's got it's really well, nice. This is definitely not what you would expect from Jose Cuervo for sure. No, so, and for nineteen dollars yeah, a bottle, yeah. I was like, yeah, you should have bought all that. Of them. I know I might go back. I'm gonna go back. And get yeah, that led like this special, um, uh, like uh, clean not a clearance, but like uh, you know wholesale yeah. lots or stuff like that. And I saw that last time I was in there. And that's when that uh, that guy Fieri thing was in there. Oh, was it? Remember? And then oh, we oh talked, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we talked about yeah, that in the podcast. Right. So then, then when I Sorry. went back, I was like, I'm gonna get that guy Fieri bottle just for. You know, shits, yeah. but then it was gone. It was gone. But that shit was like five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just got it. Yeah, you should. If you're going to use it as starter yeah, fluid, yeah, it, I, I regret that, that yeah, now. Give it away or something, yeah, bro. I regret that now. So Hell yeah, we'll see. Mm. No, this is this is pretty. This is pretty yeah, smooth, man. Yeah, but no, I think that um, you guys are doing a good a job of mixing up. Mixing up culture is extremely important, and right. this town is horrible at doing it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I, nothing against it, where we're at and what we're doing, you yeah. know. But like. You know as well as I do, growing up here, and Ben knows this for being being here for the past how, how many years you've been. God here? knows how long. <laughs> twenty years in dog years or human years. years because it's <laughs> but like it's, been it's a long just time. A, it's a um, we've gotten a bad rap of everyone kind of secluding to their own selves, right. you know, to their own cliques, and like so what you guys are doing are bringing different types of people into an area yeah. and, and mingling with your already existing, yeah. you know, customer yeah. base. So it's cool, and, and you have the space, yeah, yeah. and I mean. I think that's one of the things that I've been most proud of that we've been able to create. And, uh, I don't say this like boastfully or me like showing off. Like I, I legitimately believe that we are one of the most diverse, you know, as far as you know, the scene goes or like environments for people to come and hang out. As far as the people that we attract, and uh, I've even had this conversation with, you know, whether it be like local politicians here lately, where it's like I've created this environment towards. Towards the fact that it 
that, you know, any walks of life, regardless of who they are, can come here and have a beer and enjoy it. Yeah. And we're just going to have a good time. And <clears throat> luckily, you know, I think I think that is what has has become where you have so many people from so many different walks of life that can come in that tap room and then they just feel comfortable with yeah. the environment that they're in. Yeah, we see people with baby strollers and, yeah, you know, yeah, walking yeah. around. And, yeah. and I think that's good because, yeah. I mean... I like that better because you have a less tendency to get shit faced drunk when right. you've got your family with you. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. And then hopefully somebody's a designated driver, but you spend an afternoon with your family. Yes. Well, you it's know? not a bar. Yeah. It's not exactly. a bar. Exactly. It's not a bar atmosphere. It's like you show up and you're like, you're always going to have a good food vendor. Right. So you always know you're going to get some good food. And if you want, and you guys are creating new beer yeah. every single fucking week. And like, yeah. okay, you have a beer or two. You bring someone to drive you or whatever. You and the whole family. Like, Ben and I were cooking there a couple months or a couple weeks ago and and a guy was coming out there and he had a kid in a stroller yeah yeah. Yeah. and i mean that's the thing and that's kind of one of the things we've had to break through at times is like let like you know that barrier of people knowing like we are not a bar like we're a family friendly environment yeah like uh honestly like to this point we've been open over a year i've had to cut one person off where i was like okay you are like was your wife mad about that when you did it (laughs) (laughs) there's times i should have cut myself off yes but uh, but no like you know like that's one of those things where i think people come into that kind of environment they respect it like it's yeah and that's it yes yes you know a a bar per se yeah or whatever yeah i think that um i know i just i I had to bring that up dude because i feel like that you know the right i was excited about the comedy show yeah like it continued to have things that excite me you know like it's just it's that's hard to do Right. With anyone. You yeah, know? yeah. And you got to think, here's another thing. So many people, and that's just not in this local area because everyone that's listening is not from here. So where we're at in North Louisiana, so many people may grow up here and never leave here. Right. But you're able to go somewhere like what you have yeah. and experience a mix of culture that right. they would have to go somewhere like a Dallas-Fort Worth yeah, to, yeah. to or Austin, Texas or something to, to actually feel that vibe. Yeah, yeah. They can get it right here. <laughs> yeah. Add some of that coming in after that. Whoop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. Oh, you didn't finish that one off? Oh, man. No. I chuckled earlier when you said about the, like, never left part because that, like, in our group chat it with happens. me and my friends, that's, that's like, one of our, like, kind of, like, inside jokes, but not, like, someone will say something about a certain place and we're like, well, it never left, so. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You know, like, you don't know that there's a better world out there. Which, no. Which I think, uh, like, if we're speaking on that kind of stuff, too, like, I mean, there is a better world out there. Like, 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 let's yeah, not course. mistake. Of course. That. No, not, no, no, not, not, yeah, yeah. yeah not, of course, but of course. I think the thing is that like, we need more people like us that are willing to take those parts of the good things they see from other places and are willing to bring them back home so that you can create that culture for people here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like what they're doing here, here where we're filming this podcast, like that's an amazing thing for this city. Like, I think we need more of that so that we are able to keep people here. Uh, I guess, like, you know, we, we have a huge issue with, like, um, like our younger generations mm-hmm. that go off to college and never come back. But why yeah. would they? There's not yeah. much, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So No, I mean, it's happened to probably half of the, it's funny because when we had that reunion, yeah. or, well, well I, was a year, I was a year after you, yeah. but even when I had that reunion, yeah. uh, I relate to you because we're within a year of mm-hmm. each other. Um, so many people came in from out of town that, like, right. one guy's out working for the FBI now and all these people moved to all these other places. I'm like, shit, like. Yeah, like they never came back, and I don't blame them, you know. Right. But now it's like things are happening. Yeah, you know, things are yeah, happening that yeah. should have happened ten years ago. Right. But man, I don't know. And mm-hmm. but I mean that's that's kind of like my argument with people. Sometimes it's like, why not 
come back and be that change. And I get it from a financial standpoint sometimes too. Like it just doesn't make sense. Like the money that you're getting, you know, somewhere else as opposed to Shreveport Bossier. I mean, there's no comparison. Well, you can, yeah, you can. The mentality, the mentality has to change around here first before that happens. Yeah. And I think it's just a collective community thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone has to be the pioneers. Like what you guys are doing there, uh, what Bo and them are doing down here. Bo and I were just talking about this earlier. He's like, dude, I know everyone's not coming down here for the food, but everyone wants to go somewhere on a Friday or Saturday night exactly. and do something. Right. And if exactly. I have the atmosphere for it, right. and I can feed them while they're here, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, they don't want this food all the time, you know. Right. But hey, they're here to party and drink and have a good time, and then yeah. we have food. You know what I mean? No, I mean this scene down here is is, is wild, man. They they got a hell of a thing going on. So, I, I well, a lot of it too is is the um, local. And uh, government making it very difficult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> to do yeah. anything yeah. unless they get their cut. Yeah, and a lot of it is look. You know what? If I'm making a million dollars, yeah, like you can have twenty percent of it. I got no problem. But when I'm making a thousand dollars, and you want twenty percent of it, you know, and then and and not only that, you know, just to employ somebody in this state, just to just to have somebody working for you is I, just a we're taxed unbelievably. So I don't blame people for leaving, but I can also understand why they don't want to come back until it's changed, until it's like, okay, we've made this. Okay, for example, the movie industry, okay? We had so much up here after Katrina, yeah. okay? Yeah. We had so much. That, that, you know what? They got those tax breaks. They got all this stuff. They got the, it, was going, it was going good. It was very profitable. A lot of people were employed. And then what did the governor do? Oh, we're going to cut it out. We're, we're losing too much money on those tax breaks. Well, guess what? You lost all the money now. Yeah. You lost all the money that everybody made helping them, and now they're in Georgia. Well, that's, yeah, that's the, that's the big issue with any industry. It's like you, people, they try to, they look at everything as a, from accounting purposes as saying, okay, we're in the black here, we're in the red here, whatever it may be. But like, Cutting costs, it's always a matter of the, the – la- we've talked about this shit before, but like yeah. the larger the larger you get, the more it's about cutting costs, but then you don't realize the, what's, your, what's your real bottom line, okay? Right, right. Is my real bottom line a profit margin or is my real bottom line creating something that's ebb and flow? You know what right, I mean? Right, right. And that's, that's always been an issue, and I think it's an issue everywhere. Well, yeah. if right? you didn't make money, would you do what you do? Uh, would you do it for free? I mean, I know you're doing it for free now, but yeah, I mean, I was you know, I mean, would you have a day job? Would so you, yeah, would yeah, you, yeah, would yes, you do yes. it? For, would you do it for free endlessly? I, I don't know, man. And like I said, I, I think that goes back to what we spoke on previously, where it's like you know, certain people have, they have these projections or they have a goal of where they need to mm-hmm. be at this point, and you know, we have that. But like me personally, like I don't have that. Like yeah. I know that the job that I have now, the job that my wife has, uh, where my wife is headed with her career. Uh, me, I'm kind of stagnant. Uh, I will admit that is something that bothers me sometimes, but it is what it is. You know, I provide a good living for my family. Like as a family, like if, if this were the end, like we're going to be all right. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, we're not going to be, you know, super yeah. rich. So yeah. I think that's also allowed me to look at business from a different perspective, but I, where I don't depend it, depend on it, yeah. you know, but mm-hmm. that hustle's still there. It's still a labor of love. Yeah. Like that passion's still there. But then again, there's two schools of thought, you know, like DJ said, like we've, we've had this conversation before, like when this is what you got to do, you fucking, I mean, I've lived, I lived all over the world and I've never seen a good old boys club like I've seen here. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I lived in Italy with the mafia. Okay. And I still, I've seen here a greater, um, a greater 
What's the word? I'm, I've seen a greater abuse of power in this, in the South, in Louisiana, yeah, yeah. I mean, statewide, than I've seen anywhere else. And I don't understand because there's, there is a talent here. There's, there's, there's the ability for us to do very well in this, in this state. But it's almost like the second, the second we start moving forward, and the second we start get going, somebody wants a piece of it. Somebody wants to come in. And, they're, and it's just like the Chinese making a T-shirt. Yeah. You know what? Well, guess what? You can come brew your beer 20 minutes across the river, and we're, we're only going to take 8% of what, you're, what you do right. instead of 15%. Yeah. You know? So then it becomes like, okay, well, you know what? And maybe, and I can just, I mean, so you start thinking about these things, but it, it's, it's to the point where you go, okay, I understand we all have to pay a fair share of taxes. We have to pay a fair share of everything. As long as we see where that goes, we, as long as we see improvement where we live in our, in our infrastructure, in our streets, in our roads, right. you know, right. as long as we see right. that, I don't have a problem with mm. taxation. It's just here. It's like, what, where? Well, I think, I think, I think we're behind the times. And I think that at this point now, Society's shifted to a more value-driven. I think we really are, even though it's more your attention span. Attention span's shorter, yeah. so like it's it's harder to get someone's attention and keep it. It's harder to retain clients yeah. because there's so many new competitors popping up. At, no matter what yeah. industry you're in, whatever. But I think that people, at the end of the day, especially when there's so much going on, they respect value. Yeah. And if you have enough people that are instilling value in their craft, yeah. In one area, then it's eventually going to bleed over. I right. think, and I think that may help us. You know where yeah. we're at now because we're always we're everyone's always like, mm-hmm. well, Louisiana's always like where we're at right now is like five years behind where say somewhere progressive in Texas is. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it's always been that way, but with the you know combination of technology and you know social yeah. media and everything you know everything's full-fledged attention span we have access to everything now we're like what are these people doing in this area that's great how and, can i implement and you know, it here and right that is a great point and my business partner sam he loves to say that he said it kind of gives us a preview into what's going on yeah and we get it all the time at the, at the brewery with like certain stuff that we do we're like where'd y'all think about doing this and it's like Fucking breweries around the country been doing this, <laughs> yeah. and I and I want to let people know like this isn't new. Yeah, like, it's we not didn't, my idea. We didn't invent. Well, this. I asked you that. Yeah, I was yeah. like, dude, holy shit, they got this slushy thing exactly. with making fucking beer slushies yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, this is cool, and yeah, I already saw it somewhere else. I'm like, well, fuck, yeah. You know? and it's so like, that no, tells we, you how missing, like uninformed I am. Right, you know I mean? right, right. And then we, we just kind of live in this bubble. But like I said, I mean. We can get off politics and taxes and stuff here soon, but like, I, like I said, like I've always said, like I don't give a fuck if people are Republican, Democrat. Like when it comes to this stuff, it's like we do need growth in this town, yeah. and I think that yeah. the government, regardless, I, I always think politics is the dirtiest game that there is. But like, I look at these people, like candidates and stuff, like how can you help grow this city? Like how can you facilitate right. growth? Because growth isn't a bad thing. Like. I think sometimes if you have like the more businesses that you come, they can also grow other businesses. Well, you have to; those people have to see not see every everything as a threat. Right. Most people are doing something so long that whenever things start changing, it's a fucking threat. Like at one point in time, there was no car. Right. Do you think the motherfucker that was shooing horses was scared shitless when they saw the first car come over? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. They're like, yeah. holy shit. But they yeah. didn't, they, if they didn't fucking adjust their business model, pivot, right. Right. then they're fucked. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, I mean, it's, it's every single industry. It doesn't matter what it is. There's no, there's no favoritism. There's no fucking segregation. There's right. no, there's no right. race. There's no right. political agenda. 
in in fucking technology or anything. There's yeah, not. Like no. it's it's just constant evolving. Right. But yes, it's good that you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. It's good that we're, <laughs> it's good that we're, we're moving forward. It's good. Hey, dude, hey, man. Yeah. But but you know what I do like is is like for example they're they're doing their event. At, at your place, okay, which is good because there was a comedy club opened up or tried to open up about probably maybe 12 years ago or something like that. And I had actually gone over because I was Which one was that? It was over there off in Texas Street on the other side of the bridge. It was like a, little, a smaller taste little, of this little one. Comedy, some little comedy club. And uh, I had gone to uh, to um, kind of audition for like an MC kind of thing, you know, for. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, nice. it was a long time ago uh, when I still had, you know. Um, dreams and um, but uh, <laughs> but um, uh, the fact that there's very low risk in doing what they're doing at your place yeah. that's great yeah. when you have to pay overhead when you have to you know pay the door when you have to pay you know your people when you have to pay all that stuff that's when it becomes uh, okay if we lose how much do we lose right yeah. whereas you know what a place like yours can hold an you know can hold an event type of thing like that. You can partner with it. That's a great opportunity. That's a really good then point. they don't take they don't take a, as big a risk. That's a really good point because, like, if you think if you look in the in the you know layout of salute. oh, you guys all have this Hassan's? Yeah, yeah. we have Hassan's, Yeah. Cheers, guys. If you look in the layout of you know comedy, it's like most of those venues could only could barely pay anyone if anything twenty bucks for right. an act for five yeah. minute act. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, what you guys are doing is great. You, you're going to sell tickets ahead of time. Yep. Know what your overhead is going to be. Yep. You know what I mean? And you're not you're bringing the talent in, you know. Just yeah, yeah. it works good. I, what you were saying that's a that's a really good point because I don't think we have we can't support a comedy venue here. No. Yeah, like we just can't. You know, and so many yeah. places can't. But it's a really I think it's I think comedy is getting its second wind. It is. I feel it like is. I feel like COVID when they were trying to do all that shit remote. You know, and Rogan's talked about this shit too. But like, they're trying to do all that stuff remote, and it just really didn't do it for people. Now right. we're back in person. Right. Everyone got a new breath of fresh air, and yeah. everyone enjoys like making small of things. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, you exactly. know, not, like you, you, yeah. Ben's great. And at I, it. I think, I think, uh, I think podcasts too, in general, that have kind of brought it back yeah, too, helps. because you yeah. realize. Like how funny some of these motherfuckers are, and you can't take everything literally. Right, you can't right. take it seriously, and that's. A, I mean, comedy's taken a big hit with social media and people getting pissed about what somebody said. I mean, I'm not going to say it all because we've all seen it, we all heard it. People trying trying to cancel Dave Chappelle. Good luck, you know. He it's had not a, happening. You know, it's not going to happen. No, it's not. And the problem is, is you know, the the children in Toys R Us who don't get their toys are the ones screaming the loudest right now. But the rest of us are just walking by, going. What's your problem? Yeah. If you don't like it, go. You know? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't just because you don't like it, that's fine. Well, if it's, it if, does not make, it doesn't mean, doesn't mean I have to do something about it. Yeah. yeah. If, 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 if this isn't your world, don't walk in it and try to talk shit. Yeah. If you're not educated on how this works, like, don't yeah. come in here with your opinions. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or don't try to attack someone because. What'd you think? I haven't tried it yet. I'm about to. That's uh, delicious. It's, it is sweet. It's, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't have the, um, no, the, uh, the flavors Holy from shit, the yeah. barrels. Have you, and you've had this one before? No, I've never had the añejo. I've had the silver and the reposado. That's, that's good, man. That's this is really, really nice. Sweet. Yeah, and I think this yeah. is probably 30, maybe 40, 40 something, yeah. maybe $40 for that. Really? That's not bad, yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I, it's, that one's real good. And you know what I was going to say? What we need to do, what I'm gonna, maybe I'll do it next time, is I need to go back to all our tequila talks, and I need to um, print out like a picture of each one of the bottles we've done, and we need to keep a chart. Yeah. I know we need to. And then I try way, to remember, but eventually yeah. it's going to overlap. And then that way we'll have like, because you ever watched Top Gear and they had the the board for yeah. the cars, you know, like like um, uh, uh, cold and hot, you know, uh, uh, sexy and and ugly yeah. type. Of, so we should do that with the tequila, so we can kind of say, okay, we'll compared to this, this yeah. is that, and that's this. But this is this is a good one. It really is good. What's that? All 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. Except, except the last episode. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You have a lost episode. Same we don't remember it, we can go yeah, back. That's why and, I was going to go back and say, well, how was yeah. that one? But this no, yeah, dude, really I was going to say, too, like, back to the comedy night thing, like, when these guys approached me, I, I, I had no idea. Like, I asked them, I was like, is there a big comedy scene around here? They're like, well, there's a couple places, but nothing too crazy. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm out of the scene. I don't want to just, like, jump into this thing. And right. they wanted to do a show for free. Like, like wow. let's do a free show. And, like, from my perspective, I'm like, well, if you value your talent, what you're doing, we need to charge. Because, yeah. like, I'll be honest with you. I was like, if it was free, we could have drawn a bigger crowd. For I'm sure, sure. For sure. Uh, but Which then, want. but then the next show that we do, and we do charge because we are drawing this yeah. crowd. Now it's going to seem unexpected. Well, and the thing, yeah, and the thing is too is like, in, if you've ever been to a really good intimate comedy show, and I'm yes. talking like I'm talking either small venue like a hundred seats, yeah, I'm talking a mid size venue like four hundred seats. Yeah. You don't want people stepping over people, right? Right. You don't want people bumping into people going to get a beer, right? And they can't pay attention. To what's, yes. You know what I mean? So you yeah. want. You know, want the people yes. that are paying. They know what to expect. Yeah. Like if they okay, if people have never been to a comedy show, they're probably not going to run to do this. But if right, they do right. respect comedy or they watch it, Netflix specials or whatever, they're like, oh shit, I can go to a comedy show for ten bucks. Yeah, and I get a drink. Yep, and I can you know. So I mean, I think it's great. I think yeah, it's great no, I, I think, think it's cool. And and also kind of like this, these group of guys that are putting it together, and uh, they're all like local aspiring comedians and. I mean, I, I, I can't relate to that, but I was once like a local aspiring businessman. So like, <laughs> I kind of want to help them Very out too good. and let them know like, hey, you know, yeah. like I want you to know that like we have skin in the game also. Like I'm not using you to make a profit off of you. Like, right. like that, you get that drink and that's coming out of me and the other money that goes to them. Right. So I think it's 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 a good thing for them to, you know, kind of explore different avenues. Ben, but, have you ever tested your hand at comedy? I've done. I've actually. I did one in Hawaii one time um, when I was. I think even before I met Cheryl, I don't remember. But I. I had done a couple. A couple little things. But it was mostly like an open mic type of thing. Yeah. You know. I so think. I think, thing. I think that's the next step. I think you do this a couple of times and then yeah. you do open the mic, man. Yeah. Because I think there's so many people out there that right. yeah, we I mean, all know that funny person. If you can talk that person into getting well, there, it's different too. Because like I considered myself a funny person, you, but I. I don't think I could ever. Well, lie. you always were growing up. You yeah. Know, like, like, but like. There's that type of person like that has one. This dude has one liners all the time. Yeah, like yeah. I know you'd be good at it, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. But and, see, that's a whole different like world. So that that's why like like I said, I'm I'm very like I don't know any of these comics. Like yeah. I've never heard them, so it's like going to be my first time too. And I'm like, are they funny or are they like funny funny? Yeah. You know, like well, you know, um, I always felt you know laughter is the best medicine. And, um, like my family doesn't like, well, my family, my, my, my children, my wife, they like my comedy. My mom and my dad didn't like my comedy so much because I was always like, not that I wouldn't take things seriously, but I would, I wouldn't take things as seriously as they would. Yeah. And I was like, y'all calm down, you know, Hey, it's going to happen. You know, just, just, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Even if it's bad, enjoy what's happening to you. Find the humor in it. Find something funny about it. Cause if you don't, you're just gonna stay Catholic and be upset your whole life. <laughs> so, you know, I say, but, but that's, yeah. but, but really, all comedy is is just it's just observ is make is observ is, is observation. You yeah, know? It's, it's, dude, I had never been to a comedy show up to like two months ago. We went and saw Theo Vaughn in Dallas. Oh, oh fuck, dude, dude. Theo Vaughn was crazy. <laughs> when I tell you, like, because that's like even like comedy, like stand up episodes that I have watched or stuff that I've listened to. I'll be a hundred percent on it. It's very hard for like comedians for me to find a comedian that I'm like, this motherfucker is. Yes. Yeah. Of course, there's the 
the Chappelle's and shit like that. Yeah. They like they make everybody laugh. Like Joe Rogan. Like I hope he never hears this, but like I love Joe Rogan. I love his podcast, yeah. but he is not fucking funny to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, I think yeah, I, like that is true. Yeah. But like Theo, like the first like Dude. twenty minutes of his set. When I tell you, I was fucking crying. Uh-huh. I was crying. I don't know if it was like the twelve dollars sixteen ounce beers I'd been pounding, <laughs> but that motherfucker was funny. Well, dude, dude, what's funny with him is he's a storyteller, right? Yeah, and I, like he's lived such an interesting life. That yeah, I gotta say, probably eighty percent of these jokes he's telling is a story. It's and gotta it's be true. bullshit. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think some of it's true. Yeah, you know, and I think some of. But how many stories you fucking ask? Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a buddy named. Uh, you know J.R. Fuller, the, the yeah, caveman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually met Theo Vaughn one time, yeah. right? And this was like, he said, they were down in Baton Rouge, and this was like when Theo Vaughn was fresh off of road rules. Okay. Like fresh, like wasn't a comedian or nothing. Right. And he said, Theo Vaughn was in this club, and he's like, I don't know, this weird motherfucker with his weird hair was walking around. So he came over to Jr. asked him for a cig- asked him for a puff of his cigarette. Yeah. And Jr. said, I'll give you a cigarette. And Theo looked at him, he goes... I only allow myself six puffs a day. <laughs> and it was like dead fucking serious, dude. And I was like, I was like, okay, so this dude is really like yeah. this. Like he's <laughs> like, like, and he was like, and JR says, he's like, what are you serious? Like, yeah, man, he's not trying to cut back. And I was like, and I was like, what? Like, and so, it, it, you know, I, I can see it. I can yeah. see him saying some shit like that. And, yeah. you know, but no, I, I've, I've grown into like listening to more comedy kind of stuff. So. Well, I think as you get older, like you start appreciating more shit. You know, when you're young, you're just like Cat Williams, yeah, Pimp yeah, Chronicles. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, but as you get older, you're like, okay, I see like the relation and everything. And like, I think the I think the sto- like Theo's stuff, like the storytelling comedy. I say who opened for Rogan a couple months ago was amazing. Um, was fucking Tony Hinchcliffe, dude. Yeah, Tony shit. Hinchcliffe. He's good. Holy I like shit. Tony. He was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's so many good ones, man. Yeah. And I, I'm excited to see some local good ones because it, yeah. it excites me. Like when we saw those guys, um, when I was talking about the like bright, fresh post pandemic, they were all local guys from the scene there around Dallas and they were great. Yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. of great stuff. And, and I, I think it's like people, there's a lot of people that follow these comics and like, and there were, they, I've heard talks of this too, like before is like, you get a following, so then everything you say is funny, right? Yeah. And then it takes the art away. But right. like when you're getting these intimate shows, like yeah. you got fresh crowds, yeah. your shit's gotta be fucking good. Yeah. You know, you're not filling the stadium and saying, Okay, well I have a following. Now it's right. like you got a fresh crowd, your shit better be funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I like with me, I like every comic. Yeah. I like all of them. Yeah. I like now doesn't mean I love all of them, doesn't mean I like everything they do. Um uh, Anthony Jesselnick, okay? Yeah. I haven't seen love him in a while. Love him. Love his delivery. I love how he talks. I love how he does yeah. it. You know, um, like when, like like my favorite one. And I, I was every time I hear funny something when I tell you know to my wife or my son or something. That's like the one he said. Uh, he said, uh, um, uh, "I just got you know I got the the worst call of my life today, um, and uh, life is funny." You know, um, actually no, excuse me, I messed up. So never mind, forget that. No, he said. Uh, he said, you know, I got the best call in my life today. You know, he said, but life is funny. You know, sometimes you get it. Sometimes things change. And 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 my sister called me. She goes, um, "Hey, Dad's in the hospital." And he's like, "Yeah, I know. I heard." <laughs> you know, that was the call. That was the best call in his yeah, life. Yeah, so yeah. you know, so a lot of it is is. When you know that the com the comedy you have to some some of the comedy you have to search for like okay what where is it at okay there it is yeah. well it's like 
authentic like you like you were talking about Theo Vaughn you know that's him like you yeah. said like this motherfucker's really like that <laughs> yeah. whether then it's like a, a fucking uh, Larry the Cable Guy Jeff Foxworthy yeah. where it's like an act you right, know what I mean right, right, it's right. different it's not a you know it's not an alias alright so we're going into the Cordelejo so we're going into the Cordelejo now now yeah. the Cordelejo now I will say this the last time I had you, a bottle you have, you're educated on this last time I had a bottle of the Reposado it didn't taste very good yeah you said that you said and something. I was like I don't know what happened to it of a um, production yeah, I don't know. It could have been production. It could have been bad batch. Bad batch. I don't know, but I never had a bad bottle, and I just had one. Yeah. So I've been wanting to try this, but then when tequila tequila talk started, I was like, you know, what? I need to keep it. I'm gonna wait off and see if we can find it. You know, for this and see. Taste tobaccoy. Yeah. Yeah. It's different coming off that Who Songs. Yeah. It's not as good as the Who Songs. No. no. It's good. It is it's good. good. Don't it get me wrong. Good. It's good. That's, all, that's the worst thing about this. Yeah. It's like they're all good in their own room. They're all good in their own room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But when you put them all in a room together, you're like, fuck. It's kind of yeah. like the ugly girl who's really not that ugly when yeah. you put her next yeah. to the real ugly girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen her sister? Oh, yeah. my God. Damn, dude. No, yeah. it's, it's good. Yeah, but it's strong. <clears throat> but you were mentioning the, like, you had a bottle that wasn't a good, and I think, uh, just knowing what I know from like brewing beer, which is nothing like distilling. I mean, there is some similar processes within distilling. Uh, making a product the exact same way and keeping that quality every time—that yeah. is like the toughest shit. You well, can have do. y'all got so you got the Linwood Light? That's like your mm-hmm. staple. Like yeah, your, that's like your Miller Light. Yeah, Linwood Light and Dom Pablo. How do have you? How do you get that stuff to be consistent? Man, you just you you hope and pray. You use the same ingredients, and you never know. Like, yeah, but what if the temperature's off one day? Exactly, or yeah. exactly, or the tap. You know. Uh, the brewery just you humidity, know, humidity, or whatever it is, or you know, the brewer did something a minute too late or too early, yeah. and it just creates where you pitched your yeast when you shouldn't have. So, I think, <clears throat> I mean, it happens. Okay, this is gonna sound weird. This reminds me <clears throat> of chewing on a pencil in school. Yeah, man, that makes my nipples hard when you say that, <laughs> <laughs> not in a good way, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. <laughs> You know, we get chill bumps like fuck. You know, but like yeah. you know, when you chew on a pencil in school, like that that I don't know if it's the wood could be the wood in the pencil because this was back when you know they made pencils out of wood, not fiber. Um, but there's like a there's a, a a tanginess to it that tastes. I can it's just a very woody. This tastes there's like wood in there for sure. Yeah, it's, it tastes it's, like it come off my barbecue pit. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it got some oak for sure. <clears throat> for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, I like it. It's good. But yeah. that song still, it's like, it's, like, it's taking the win right now for sure, man. And like, distinctively. Been, definitely been much You know better. what I've been caught up on since we had that last, uh, that Trace Generones, or I mm-hmm. pronounce that, I believe, I might be. Oh, sorry. the Casa Dragones? No. Trace Generones. Yeah. That one, I've been drinking that. Like, I've seen it. They have a crystal. Crystalina version yeah. of it, Anejo, yeah. and I've been drinking it. Like if I go somewhere, yeah. I love that shit. It's good, man. You like it? Yeah. I don't know why. I guess, and you said it's been around forever. Y'all, yeah. Been, they just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. then they rebranded. Yeah, it. yeah. 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 It was really yeah. weird. I don't. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It's weird. They, yeah, I don't know why good. they rebranded because the, the original was gorgeous. The bottle was. Oh yeah, amazing. It had like the, the top of it kind of looked like a copper steel. Yeah, yeah, thing. it looked like a genie like bottle. It was really nice. I mean, I've been drinking it, and if I go anywhere and see it, that's what I'll get. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing too is, is it's almost like you know all, all of this I enjoy drinking. However, sometimes really I just want a I just want a little bit of the Sam's Club Silver with 
Yeah, I wear that shit out. With right. yeah, with uh, with with some V eight fruit juice. You know, yeah, sometimes that's all that. I want. I just want yeah. a little bit of thing. I don't want to sit there and you know sip a cognac or you know sip it and see. Sometimes it's just like you know what, I just want to drink. And lately, I mean, I haven't had as much to drink lately as I usually do because apparently I'm a mecha- I'm a mechanic now. Yeah, did you get your um, uh, vehicle not, not torn down and rebuilt? Not yet. I'm, I'm not telling you, but I'll tell you this story, too. Um, uh, you know, I have that Infinity, that QX, mm-hmm. my black one, my, my Vader. I love it. I got a great deal on it. And um, the fuel pump, the high-pressure fuel pump went out on it, and um, it has a direct injection. So there's a cam that lifts and, and lowers a bucket that creates pressure. Well, apparently, I didn't know this, but that's something that goes out on those trucks. Yeah. Okay. And mine's is like a 2012. So from 2011 to 2013, this was a problem. They actually had a recall on it. But I guess the guy who owned it before me never went and got it done. So um, I put about 70,000 miles on it. And so it went out. And I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Um, I'm going to take it to the dealership. And this is nothing against the dealership or anything like that. But I wanted them to put it on their computers. Right. I wanted them. To, I wanted to know for sure what, the, what, what it was. So they came back and they told me, okay, well, it is a high-pressure fuel pump. Um, and we, they, they're, they're recommending you go ahead and replace the timing chains anyways because they're going to be in there to do it. Because you have to take this whole thing apart just to yeah. get to that to, yeah, the, to the pump, right? I'm like, okay. And so she, I said, well, you know, how much is that? And she's like... And like five minutes of this, I'm like, how much fuck? <laughs> so, okay, okay. And she said, um, it's uh, $8,500. Oh, and that's exactly what I said. Yep. And uh, she's like, now as a service advisor, I would advise, I'm like, what? She's like, I advise you trade it in. I'm like, that's not going to happen. No. Yeah. So I thought about it. I talked to Cheryl about it. I said, well, you know what? I'll do it. Yep. I'll do it myself. And I try, I try to find a mechanic around town. No one will touch it, yeah. Because it's about a 22 hour job, yeah. And nobody wants to tie up a bay, right, exactly, for that for long that, because yeah. you're so. I mean, people, you know, they're two to three weeks behind yeah, right yeah. now. So luckily, with Cheryl staying home, I got an extra, we have an extra car. But I'm taking my time. I'm doing it. I'm taking it apart. It's a lot of work because the it's a four wheel drive. Okay, so yep. in order to get the upper oil pan out, I actually have to take off the suspension. Yep. I have to take off the drive, the front, the front drive, case, and everything. and I actually have to take off the steering column or this, you know, the steer, the power steering. But I've been working on it for about a month, and I work on it a couple hours each day, and I'm already down to the point where I've I've got the crankcase off, I've got everything off. I've realized with the proper tools. You can do any job. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So you can. And I have the service manual too. So that helps. Well, in the ages of YouTube too. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that and helps that a helps lot. out. Yeah. That helps a lot. And I've yeah. actually thought about filming what I'm doing because I've seen yeah. so many people ask questions about this specific yeah. vehicle. Yeah, you should. And and a lot of people are like, well, I did this and I'm like that, and I did that the first time. I actually just changed that that the lift the first time. Yeah. So yeah, I was able to do it. Well, problem is, is the cam itself had a little bit of etching on it, so it was like a piece of sandpaper. Yep. And they just ripped right through it, and yep. bam. It was like that didn't do anything. They just I could run it for I run it for about 140 miles and then it went out. Yep. So right now in my you know I wish I had a lift. It'd be a lot easier if I had a lift. But I don't. I don't have a lift. But I've got it down to um, to the point. I've ordered all my timing chains. I've ordered all my seals. I've ordered everything. So an eight thousand five hundred job at the dealership is going to probably end up costing me about maybe about twelve hundred and a lot of hours. Right. So uh, that that's and, what that's what always makes up because it's always funny like when you have a major repair and they're like. Like rear main seal. Oh, it's only sixty dollars. Yeah, but it's you have to take the entire transmission yeah. off of the motor, yeah. and you know, and then tie up an eight hour job. Like, and then it turns out to be a two thousand dollar job, even mm-hmm. though the part's sixty bucks. I always see that funny because I'm always in the buy and flip because I, I buy vehicles, fix yeah. them up, and flip them. And I see these people like, oh, I got this, but this is leaking, but I got the part. It's only sixty bucks, you know, whatever. I'm like, yeah. no. Yeah. So when I'm doing that, I don't drink. 
Because I don't right. want to get in there right. and take right. something right. out and go, where yeah, the hell did this screw go? Yeah, I don't know. I got, I got five screws left over. And a crank, <clears throat> a crank gear. Um, but, uh, the, so I've been taking my time with it. And uh, every time I, you know, I'll put bolts back where they are. I've actually got everything in bags. I've got them labeled. I've got everything done. You know, I've got to take pictures of everything. Because I don't want to do it again. Yep. But this will give me another couple hundred thousand miles yeah. on my truck. And I love it. My butter bean loves the truck. Every time it comes to me, I was like, pop up. Is it truck? What's, where's Papa's truck? Can we go Papa's truck? Papa's truck? Because it's got TVs in the back, and so he loves listening, you know, yeah. watching movies and stuff. And and I'm like, no, baby, I'm going to fix it for you, though. I promise I'm going to fix. <laughs> so it's like, okay, first of all, I can't trade it in because my grandson will disown me if I trade it in. He'll be like, where's your truck, Papa? Uh, but secondly, too, um, I don't want to. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, I and, and it's like it's like a marriage. My wife's in the other room. But it's like a marriage, you know? You can say, hey, we we can work on it. We can fix it. We can we can uh, we've got a lot into it. But let's do let's make it so that we can do another twenty forty years in it. Yeah. You know, which and while we're on the subject, I had a whole bunch of people posted pictures of like going on these marriage retreats. What the hell's a marriage retreat? I don't know anything, bro. Okay. I'm, I'm one year into marriage. I don't know nothing. You know about what? And a lot of it, a lot of it is, and, and, and a, a lot of it is, years, a lot of it is, is, you know, and no offense to churches, but a lot of churches say, oh, we're going to, we're going to go on a marriage that's retreat. It. You know? Yeah. It's a group thing. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? My wife and I didn't have time for a marriage retreat. Mm-hmm. We just, our marriage retreat was when we put the kids to bed and that's when we talked yeah. at the end of the night yeah. and we hashed our shit out. And we decided, okay, this is where we're at. Let's take another day. Yeah. But you got the people going off, you know, well, we're going to go to Dallas for a weekend and for a marriage retreat. No, you're not going to leave your grand. You can leave your kids with the grandparents, and you go out and have a good time. Yeah, exactly. Just say yeah. what it is. Yeah. You know, don't be acting like, oh well, this is to build our marriage. If it was to build your marriage, you wouldn't be standing there posting these <laughs> pictures online. How happy you are at a marriage retreat. Yeah. You'd be standing there like one of you like this, yeah. the other one like that, one yeah. like this. You know, Working that would be a marriage out. retreat. Out. Yeah, that's. <clears throat> but I think that's one of the issues with like social media too is that everybody's just creating this false narrative. God, I hate. And I think like me and my wife, like from the get go, we always kind of talked about that, and it was like. If you feel a certain way, don't post it on Facebook. Just fucking tell me about it. Yeah. You oh know? God. There's yes. so many people that use it. Their outlet for <sighs> it's like a um, it's like a low key emotional dumpster, right. bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or they oh, want here, like did an, you try an ex- some? Yeah. He, Josh didn't get in this court later. Or they some. want like an acceptance from somebody or like an approval from yeah. somebody, and it's like, dude, like, or, so, or, or like, oh, someone else is feeling this. Let me give you know. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I mean, it's, dude, I, that's one thing I've learned. Um, I was single so long and then finally found someone to, to, that I connected with that puts up with my shit and also that we share something together. Yeah. And it's like when you realize that communication is the most important thing in your yeah. life. God, like, literally, yeah. if you think about this, none of us could have successful businesses. Right. You wouldn't have good clients. You wouldn't have good anything Yeah. if you didn't have communication. So right. why wouldn't you not have it in a relationship? Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, my wife and I drove here. True. We drove here and barely said a word to each other yeah. and we were fine. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't. No, it wasn't a sign trip. It was like there's nothing that needs to be said. Yeah, yeah. we're just going to what we're going to do. You know, she's. If we have to say something, I think it's going to be different on the way home, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm quieter on the way home <laughs> unless I drink something that I think is water. Yeah, it's just like I see shit all the time, and they're like, they post people post these pictures of, and it's like of their significant other, and they're just like fucking cooking or something. And it's yeah, like, it's like, it's like oh, the oh, love. Yeah, yeah that's what you're man, supposed to do. Love this person so much. See all the stuff he does for me. Blah blah blah. And it's like. 
fuck. We do that every fucking well, day. No, you but know, we like you know we got kids screaming in the background. The reality is like that's it's, it's not that's and not. And the thing is like the people that feel like that they have to do a post on certain things and right. certain like they see someone do appreciation thing yeah. and they feel like they need to do it. Right. You know, right. Like, right. Oh, it's it's Sun Appreciation Day. Yeah. You, yeah. you know what? I pre- you go to look at any of my posts yeah. about my boy. And don't get me wrong. There, 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 there's times where you know like on a birthday or anniversary you put you yeah put yeah you gotta put it up yeah like, you know but, yeah. but um, even that people feel like obligated I don't think you should have to do that right, you know what I mean right. like I think true, I true. think yeah, yeah. People, and don't put your real birthday because you get uh, identity theft. Yeah. Don't ever put your real oh, yeah, birthday. We talked about that. Yeah. Before, yeah. 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 Not, yeah you could easily. Uh, well, mine's if, not on mine. Especially if you do it in like in your email and stuff, you don't want to put all your real information. Yeah. If it's a free email. Yeah. yeah. If it's okay. like a Gmail or something, gotcha. you don't want to put all your free shit. Yeah. They'll use that and like, but and spam you. But anyways, yeah. I mean, like people feel like that they they've created this thing to where they have to do, like some person does it, so they feel like they have to do it to feel like yeah. they're okay. Okay. Uh, baby announcements. Oh, okay. the fucking yeah. gender reveals. Gender thing? reveals. Oh, I have gotten my so out of hand. I can't stand that shit. Yeah, I'm like, what? did y'all do one? Our gender. No, hell I don't no. even do it. You know what our gender reveal was? It was. I was. It was when they did the ultrasound and look. That's his penis. That was our gender yeah. reveal. It's well, a boy. We did one and not like it wasn't a party. So basically, we popped a little thing. Yeah. But it was Melian and Zoe in our backyard, just yeah. for us three. And yeah. like her sister in law did it. Uh, like kind of filled like this tube for us, but there wasn't like Y'all a, didn't fucking do a fucking party. Party, there was my fucking dude. My fucking photo uh, shoot involved. And I, hope, I, f- yeah. I feel bad if they listen to shit, but I remember like my stepmom saying so. So I was like, we're gonna do a party, or maybe it was her or another family member. And I looked at my wife, and she's like, "Fuck no, we're not going to this shit." I was like, "I'm not fucking going to this shit either." Like, yeah. I went to one a while back for a close friend of mine, and it was just like he already fucking knew, and he told me before yeah. the shit popped off. So I was like. What's and, the point? It's yeah, all for it's accolades, like, bro. It's just like, and you know. and I gotta ask myself: if there was no social media, would they give it? Would they give as much a damn about it? No, man. So everyone's just trying to. Everyone just wants some attention, bro. Yeah. It's just all attention, man. It, it, we at this point now, we are very like we said earlier. We, we we have a short attention span, so people just want to keep someone's attention. Like it yeah. doesn't matter what they are, and like the worst is our parents, like. Did, you, did, you, did your parents get on social media? No, thank Dude, God. Well, I fucked up and let my mom on one. <laughs> so I, I created this beast, right? Yeah. So like, and it happens a lot with um with people that are in the, in their you know forties to sixties, you know, like that never had the platform. Right, you know what I mean? Right, so right. like, um, my stepdad started a business, and I was like, I'll build you a business page. I'm gonna help you. Damn, we didn't even go to the next one. You're just gonna double oh, down on that one. one. <laughs> Come on, man, open it up. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. And um, I said, I'm gonna build you a business page, and my mom's like. Well, my stepdad didn't know how to run it, so my mom was like, "Well, give me, just set me up, and I'll do the stuff on yeah. it." So I built her a Facebook, and I was like, "Here you go." Oh fuck, it's the worst thing I ever could have done, yeah. man. <laughs> they are not afraid to say what they think. Well, yeah. no, but they share um, everything. But they also they believe everything. Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> it's like, they that is share a, this. Yeah. Oh my god, it's yeah. like that is Hitler's the still alive. Fucking post that I have ever yeah. seen, and someone's yeah. like, "See, here it is, facts." Oh it's my like, god, uh, somebody said it out loud. It must yeah. be true. All right, so Cormino. Yeah. Grand Cormino, you okay over there? Reposado, Cristalino. Cristalino coming at you. I think your liver is screaming right about now. Go ahead. But no, I was, and I found myself too becoming uh, very jaded with a lot of things uh, because I had seen, um, uh, and in fact, let me tell you, they're remaking um, a league of their own. 
into a TV series. Oh, uh, the, the movie. Uh, with, uh, that's with the one with Rosie? Yeah, that, with, the, a, with, the, with the girls, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a great fucking movie. Yeah. It's an incredible yeah. movie, right? Well, yeah. in this in the mo- in the series, they've I've saw the previews, and there's a couple things in there like, you know, I don't even, I'm going to talk about it. But there's a couple things in there that would never have gone on at that time publicly right, or right. openly. Right. Well, what, when is the time set now? Is it set? In, it's still set in the exact same time. So it's set in a throwback time with different ge- agendas. With, okay. with different agendas. Okay. And, I almost, and I'm almost like, you know what? Obviously, Disney wrote this shit because they're, rewrite, they're, they're writing a history that they feel is um, the way it should have been. Okay, And then so I actually said, okay, this, is, this makes no sense. They're, they're, they're showing the stuff in, some, in, in a reality that's not couldn't possibly have happened that way. And then somebody said, posted said, well, Gina Davis said, this is how it really was. I was like, well, fuck, if Gina Davis said that's how it really was, and that must have been how it really was, wasn't yeah. it? And then a buddy of mine I went to school with who's super liberal. Him and I, we love each other, but we don't see eye to eye on things. He's like, get off my lawn. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I'm feeling like that old man because... People are forgetting. People are forgetting that there are that truth is truth. Yeah. Okay. You can try to change it. You can try to say, "Hey, we're gonna." Um, if you don't like that era, then don't visit that era. Yeah. Don't revisit that era. Rewrite something in a current time in a current thing, and don't make something that is well already done. It's happened with everything, right? I, know, I hate it. We've ran out of ideas in Hollywood. We've run out of ideas in music. We've run now, out. Of we haven't everything. run out of ideas. Well, they they've they run have, out of they they've have. run out of uh, they've run out of the ability to think for themselves, right. and because nobody wants to go out on that limb and go, let's try something different. Yeah. So they're just recreating the same shit with a different narrative. Yeah. Let's, but, let's try this stuff. All right. Cheers. <laughs> Ooh, it's loud. Yeah. It snuck up on me. That's a lot of flavor going man, on. I like that. I do. That's some good shit, man. It's got some vanilla going on. It's got very, yeah, it's very yeah. vanilla-y. And that must be from the distillation of, of when they go back and they refilter yeah. it. Yeah. I'm Is wondering that through if charcoal? That's, or, yeah, yeah, it must charcoal. be through charcoal or something like that, or fish eggs or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so crystal clear Reposado tequila, double filter for smoothness with okay. notes of vanilla, caramel, and honey. So it's a, it's a Reposado that's been... It's a Reposado not that's... Not an Añejo yeah, that's been... Yes. Okay. Did you try some? <laughs> Have you blinked? Have you blinked at all in the last twenty minutes? No. So, but anyway, so back to the so back to the thing is like is God, that's good. as I said as and I was my comment was kind of like okay I keep forgetting that this is fiction, okay this is all fiction right and again if I don't like it don't watch it so I actually have to take my own advice and go you know what I'm not going to watch it because I don't believe there's a lot of things that I want to support but then there's other things that I don't want to support because. What'll ha- what's going to happen is you're going to get to a point where you forget reality and your reality is this false narrative or, the, or this thing that at, you know, uh, you've thought is real and then you're screwed when reality actually hits you but in is the face. It, well, isn't social media already kind of that? Well, isn't Hollywood kind of that? Yeah. Like, look yeah. at like, not just this generation. Okay. So look at, look at this. Okay. It has, it's been that way forever. forever. However, however, there's more people today telling them what they want to see. Yep. Not them saying, you know what we think people would like to see? Let's create something nobody's ever seen before. Let's create, okay, Stranger Things. Yeah. It's so freaking incredible because it hasn't been it's, done it's amazing. to it's death. Amazing. Exactly. Yeah. And I read, I read something on why Top Gun was such a great movie. Have you seen Top Gun? 
The, I, Maverick? I haven't. The, the no. original? No, the new one. No, I haven't seen the new one yet. I want to. I want to, but I... Have you seen it? Okay. I was waiting to take my... I was okay. waiting. I didn't right. want to take the kids. I didn't want to okay. take me and the wife right. to go, yeah. but I hadn't seen okay. it Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Somebody posted something about why it was such a great movie. And the reason it's such a great movie is because there is no narrative. Man. There's no... Alter- there is an enemy... Yeah. There is a good guy, yeah. and there is human beings. And they started before COVID. They started production on that movie before COVID. They started, but the thing about <laughs> I was it, just saying, the thing you about it think is, about you don't go, oh my God, sword, of the, course, of course he's Puerto Rican. Right. Of course he's but Puerto what Rican. I, what I'm saying is they started that before all yeah. this started unfolding. Mm-hmm. And I think that all the attention got, the worst thing that could have happened to us socially is that pandemic and everyone putting too much attention on the dumbest shit. And I think that else to do. I th- right. That's what I'm saying. It just is what it is. But I think that that script and everything was already st- laid yeah. out before COVID. Yeah, you're right. And That's they good. fulfilled it. Yeah. yeah. They did yeah. do something. I know there was an issue with the, the flag, um, the ta- Taiwanese flag being on the, I don't know if you heard oh, about all I that. I hear about that. But, about that. But yeah, other than that, I mean, yeah. they, they, they stuck to their guns on that production. Yeah. But, and I think that that made a difference. And I think what's crazy too is though is that like with the time and era, we, we we keep talking about social media and we talk about like all the access that people have to things. And, and what's good and bad about this though is that you are able. And I think we also spoke on like the rise of comedy while comedy's back. And yeah. We related it to podcasts and yeah. stuff like that. And it's because first of all, they're very outspoken people. Yeah. Whether. I think all comedy comes from certain truths. And they're always against the grain, yeah, yeah. and there's always some yeah. kind of underlying issue. All comedy comes from certain truths, but also there's so much content on everything. So you're very easily able, sometimes even without, without wanting to, due to how these algorithms are figured out, find people that are like-minded mm-hmm. to what you're thinking. Yeah, And what I say is that's good or bad, because you, the good is that you have a community that you can relate to people on certain things. Mm-hmm. The bad is... That now, if that certain thing isn't exactly the right thing, now you're, you know, full on to something that no. you get what I'm saying. So yeah. it's, it's well, a, it's a bad a, thing. A bad thing about it is you can believe something, and then you can go find something that'll support that belief. Oh yeah, whether 100%. it's whether it's right or wrong. Yeah. Well, you'll <laughs> find something yeah. that'll support that yeah. belief, and then you'll lock onto it. Yeah. For example, somebody who's maybe not healthy. Okay, but somebody tells them, "Dude, you're this, you're this, and you're start on this shit. You're this, and you're that." And who do they believe? They don't believe the doctor. They don't believe the thing. They believe the person who told them. That's anything though. Anytime you have any type, you fucking have the sniffles, and you go on WebMD, and you can find a reason to believe you're fucking dying. Exactly, exactly. So, but if you, but if you want to believe something, if you want to believe that, oh, I want to believe that Hitler's alive, you'll go find it. Yeah. Okay, I want to believe that you know this that um, uh, slavery never existed. I want to believe that um, you know Mexicans really did help them. You know, at the Alamo, um, you'll find somebody who said, "Oh, we had, we had, we, we have, we have proof that you know uh, Jesus La Soya helped them." You know, <laughs> at the Alamo. So you can always find what you're looking for if that's what you want to find. If you want to find truth. Then you're gonna have to get it from a hard. lot of different. You gotta find a lot. You gotta find it from a lot of different opposing fact, views. You gotta fact check. You gotta opposing fact check. views yeah. are the only way you find. And, and so it goes back. It goes back to people being. Um, they want something immediately. Yeah. So the first thing they search for and read, that's the truth, yeah. and they fight against it. And that's well, why absolutely. Google. That's why Google is well, so Google good. Google loves it. Google loves it. They're playing. Mm-hmm. On the, look, man, it's, it's it's an attention game. And the thing is, they're gonna double down on that because it's they're lazy, right? Yeah. They're mm-hmm. lazy. We're a lazy society. I mean, to the root. And here's another thing: we love to be told what to do. 
Yeah. We really do. We'd love society. to be told what to think. It, that, that's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm getting to. Like, that's what I'm getting at. So, like, if if everything's easy, if the information accessible is easy, and that's what we latch on to, and then someone comes along, and there's 20 people saying, this is the, the right thing, and this one person over here says no, but hold on. Well, these 20, it's easier just to go with the crowd instead yeah. of to go against the grain to really find the truth. Cool. But hasn't that always been the thing? Yeah. What happened when, um, when, um, Anything happened, like, when, when segregation was a huge issue, you know what I mean? Like, and, you know, when Martin Luther King was against, you know, everything, you know, right. any of those things, like, it takes a long time to go against the grain and get those people together and bring attention to someone and yeah. say, hey, this is what's really going on. Right. Here's why it's an issue. But also, I think the issue is that certain people, like, there could be a difference of opinions, and people are so quick, like, you could be stating your opinion to me. And there's a lot of people that are listening to your opinion and formulating an the, argument. The two, the two of them are not going to be upset. Okay? Yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah. immediately. So, so that they can formulate an argument against it as, instead of like listen to your opinion and think, you know what? Maybe yeah. he, he, there is some valid points yeah. to what he's saying. Well, you know, Mark Twain said that when you find yourself agreeing with the majority, you need to rethink what you're thinking. Right. Because the majority in a vote, yeah, but the majority itself is not always right. No. It's a lot of it is just what's easy, what's yeah. easier to 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 do. And I think, and this is one thing that I've noticed with um, uh, child raising in this time and age and oh, time, fuck, dude. okay, yeah. with um, uh, social media and everything. Uh, you see, you get a lot of people who have very young children and they say, I saw blah, blah, blah on blah, blah, blah. And they said, blah, blah, blah. Okay. My wife has had three children. Okay. Given birth naturally, no drugs. She's a monster. Okay. I believe what she says about parenthood more than a 15 second TikTok or, or, Something stream from some girl on Instagram or some lady about how to raise your child, you know, mom hacks, stuff like that. No, that is not how you learn how to raise a child. That's how you learn to have a quick solution to a short term problem. However, down the road, if you're not careful, this little thing that you're just kind of letting slide or letting go is going to blow up and become unfixable. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, you have to you have to not raise your children because. And what's funny is you'll hear one thing one day, and then oh, you should not give your child this type of yogurt. <laughs> and then the next day, oh, well, this yogurt they found this yogurt's fine. Yeah. Oh my god, I threw away all that yogurt. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. so really, a lot of it is we've forgotten, like you said, we've forgotten how to think for ourselves. Yeah, that's it. Well, I mean, I think it's like anything. Every every child is different. Every situation is different, and we gotta. I don't think. There's a fucking rule book or guidelines for everything. I mean, life is like that. You got to kind of roll with the fucking punches. <clears throat> well, no, that, no, that should be everything. No you know? two people are the same. Exactly. So, like, why well, put everything in a box? But uh, unfortunately, this is what it is, man. I think that I don't know. We're fucking doomed, bro. Yeah. We're doomed. <laughs> like, we'll just be fighting this, the fight. You know what I mean? But we're doomed. It is yeah, what it is. Well, there's no turning back as long as the access to information and then someone taking that access and manipulating people. Is it always has existed? It existed from the time all the way back to fucking Hitler. Yeah, like you create an idea, getting someone behind it, and then getting enough people behind it, mm-hmm. and then manipulating them constantly until they're formulated to your cause. Right. 
Yeah, it yeah. just is what that, the fuck that, it is. It doesn't matter whether it's social media or whether it's fucking that was that took a lot longer for yeah. that individual. Yeah, because he had to start at college. Yeah. as mm-hmm. a professor and slowly grow that. Whoa, oh, that's, that whoa, yeah. you know those people who are young and, and sponges and yeah. taking all the information in, and then eventually transferring that into a, a fucking piece of power that's literally segregating people and fucking slaughtering people. Yeah, like, it it's, like, well, yeah, see, I mean, and that's the perfect example that this guy literally committed the worst fucking thing that we could imagine on this earth, and there was people that fucking supported it. Uh, yeah, and I mean, exactly. slavery, the same thing. But people supported exactly. that, and it was like it exactly. was such a horrible fucking yeah. thing. Yep. It's just it's you, enough people together with yeah. the same idea creates chaos, and it is what it is, man. So like, <laughs> well, and, you know, and there's a lot to be said about. I'm seeing how to put this delicately. Um, when when people believe something, uh, there was a time. There was a time when we thought before we spoke. Yeah. There was a time when we didn't say something because we get our teeth punched. Okay. There was a time when we just kept our mouth shut because I don't want none of this. And the older generation understands that. I think there's certain times that because of what's going on with social media, you don't have to keep your mouth shut. You can just type this. And it's a lot easier to do this than to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. And so everybody thinks that what they think everybody wants to hear, but nobody gives a shit. What they want to know is what you think about what they said. And so... Understanding that keeping your mouth shut is the same as going, I'm not going to comment on that. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to go there. As much as it pisses me off <clears throat> that people think this way or people act this way or people actually believe this, nothing I say or type is going to change your mind and I need to just walk away from it. The best thing you could do. Yeah. And that, and that, and that, yeah. But that's the thing that we understand as older people, which I don't think a lot of younger well. But I think, I think part of me also understands the beauty of people being able to express whether whether okay, you agree I like, with that I like, or not. I like, I like both. Yeah, yeah. I like both, whether you agree he, or not, the he, beauty of being able to express how you fucking feel. Yeah. Yes. It, it, is is a good thing. Here's the one it's thing. So thing. like you put those. You put that. All right. So let's take it back to high school. Everyone can relate with high school politics, right? I mean, everyone can. There's the cliques. Yeah. It's just like it's literally like society, but yeah, you yeah. put it down into a box. Yeah. So you have like your. You have your popular kids, you have your nerds, you have yeah. your band kids, you have your your athletes, yeah. you have your emo kids, and you have you know just the outcasts. Yeah, we are that in society. Yeah. and what happens is we have these cliques of people pushing their ideologies on other people, and then one month this takes over. Yeah, and then well, oh, fuck, we don't agree with that, and then the next month this other one takes over, and they continually cross up, and nothing ever lines, and like no one's sitting down to have a conversation. They're like, if you don't agree with this, then you're the enemy, right? You know what I mean? And I don't think I think I think that like cohesively, once you get all those people together and you take all those opinions away, and we're just like here to hang out and have have a dinner, have a drink, this shit goes away, right? But like everyone walks in with a fucking guard up, yeah, in every room right now, and I'm saying like figuratively, like like if they walk in like. Digitally or whatever, they're walking into before they pick this phone up and make a post. They're literally worried about if I say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing or put the wrong picture, what's someone going to think of me? Yeah, and that's a problem. That is that is a fucking problem. And well, it goes think, back to the insecurities of us being in high school. Yeah. What of our what of our cliques going to think if we do this? What if we yeah. hang out with a band nerd? Yeah. Oh, well, then our fucking you. See what I'm saying because yeah. I was that person. I was yeah. kind of 
mixed in between all yeah, of them. Yeah. Well, I think I, I think it was Budweiser that did, did a commercial many, many years ago. I think it was Budweiser. I could be wrong. But they had two people go into a room, and there was instructions to say, you need to build this, build this, and it was a bar. They built a bar, and they had a drink together. Mm. And then, like, one of them was, for example, um, gay. Yeah. And the other one didn't believe, you know, didn't oppose being gay. Well, before they actually knew anything about each other, they had to work together as yep, a team to exactly. do that. And what did they do? They had a conversation. Yep. Because they respected each other because they said, okay, you and I both just went through the exact same thing. We worked as a team and we know that as individuals, we can get, we, we can do this. So let's have a discussion. Did that mean, did that mean that that guy was ready to embrace her? No. Did that mean that she was ready to, to agree with him? No. But it at least meant that they respected their opinion and they knew that whatever they were saying was not out of hate. It was yeah. not out of, as a person, I'm, I'm, I'm at, no, it was just how they believed. And if it means that somebody changes their mind, great. The best thing in the world is the ability to change your mind. Yeah. Always be able to change your mind. So, um, you know, things like that, if, 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 we can, if we can come together on a common ground and say, okay, we've done this. We know that as a person, I can have you in my house. We can have a drink. We can have a this. We can have a that. My friend, for example, okay? He, he unfriended me after Trump got elected, okay? <laughs> because, because... He, and this is the this is the craziest thing about it. He unfriended me because he thought that he was like defending the Mexicans. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm Mexican. What are you talking about? You stupid liberal dumbass. Okay, so you know, and and, and I'm like, no, Mexicans are fine. It's the illegals who are shaking in their boots, you know. And he's like, oh, you know, I got to unfriend. I'm like, do whatever you want, man. I don't, I don't care. It's cool. But I mean, you know, we've we've since you know become friends stuff like that. But. You know, we were, we grew up together in high school. Yeah. We were bandmates. We were, yeah. you know, think, so we all have, a, we, when, as we grow and we all have different experiences, we decide what we believe because I went through this. This is why I believe this, okay? This is why I believe um, uh, you need to change your oil every 3,000 miles because I had to change my timing chains <laughs> because I only change them every 6,000 miles, even though the manual says 7,000. Yeah. Okay? So, you know, we all, if, if you're willing to understand where a person's coming from, from their point of view, then you can say, if it's like, for example, somebody who's, a, somebody who's saying something about veteran affairs or stuff like that, and somebody's arguing with them, okay, well, question, are you a veteran? Have you been to the VA? Have you gone to the thing? Yes, I have. Okay, then I believe you before I believe the person that's arguing with you about it. Yeah, but, I mean, I, th- I think the problem with that is politics. Well, it, so it, it, politics is such an issue to me. Like, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I I can't, okay, define I can't, politics. I can't stand any of it. Yeah, just just politicians well, in general. Well, well, I, well, okay, take poli- take politicians out of it. Take take politicians out of it and have peoples have indivi- have individuals with a belief. Okay, for example, you. But a lot of times, people follow a person and they align their beliefs with that person. With that person, okay. Okay, if somebody came to you and said, "Look, I'm dating this beautiful woman. She's got, um, she's got a, she's got a kid already. I just don't know if I want to do that." What would you tell them? It's the best thing that ever happened to me. Exactly. Why? Now, before you met your wife and did that, you might have been like, "Bro, I don't know. It's a lot of baggage." Yeah. But be, but why would they respect your opinion more than somebody else's? Because I've been through it. Thank you. Exactly. No, and I'm not saying that. I'm okay. not saying what what you said was wrong. I'm saying that like sometimes it's like. People formulate their opinions on the crowd that they're. Yeah, of course. You know, and okay. So the opposition like, of yeah, yeah, the opposition yeah, yeah, of the yeah, person yeah. who's got. And sometimes me- it, 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 the thing is that like there's right. I, I I think that there's right on both sides. Like there's right both, on both of them side. to an extent are are, 
are, are right, one. regardless of it. And it, it's just, it's created this world where it's like, what is that? That's the first one, bro. Come on and taste it. <laughs> what happened to that? <laughs> we Sorry, had everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I just. I, I think. Let me take. Look. We'll take all. Of, we'll look. We'll cut it with a knife. Yeah. If yeah. you were to try to explain any of this bullshit going on right yeah. now to your immigrant parents, what would they say? I don't. I don't even want to think about it. Dude. No, but I mean, just say. What do you think they would say? Like, if you explain all this shit we just talked about for 30 minutes, what do you think you're... First of all, they wouldn't be happy because I'm drinking. No, no I'm talking, I'm talking <laughs> no, about, like, the tequila. conversation. Yeah, like, yeah. The subject matter. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It'd be... I don't think it would be an issue. No. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I think that we are literally, as a society, creating our own fucking chaos that doesn't need to be there. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, I, I think what I'm trying to say is that I hate that, that the current political landscape, the current world has created... This scenario where you have to fit into yeah. mold A or mold B. Yeah, because they can't. Why can't I like you know why? Because Google, because Google cannot tell you what well, yeah. you, you know want to buy. It's that age old. It's that age. Old, it's because we've always done it that way. Yeah. Uh, the worst. Well, here's thing the thing. Ever. Here's the thing, though. We never. Shit's we different. didn't. We didn't used to have Google. We didn't Shit's used to have different. all this stuff. No, but so. we've always done it A or B. Right. Well, we've There's always done it A or B points. until we started dating C. You're right, exactly. And then C showed us yeah. that hey, there's another world out there. There's another way to do things, and 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 that and that's a lot. That's a big problem with people. I, somebody has said one time, yeah, America is the greatest country in the world until you visit other countries. Yeah, and you realize there's other things out there that other countries have that we don't have. Yeah, we've got freedom. We've got we can say fuck you to our president. We can say whatever we want to say. You can't say that over there. You'll get shot. However, they have other things that. We're that people in our country are dying to have like healthcare and all these other things. So, you know, when you when you take a country that's living it, doing doing things the way they do, and you go, oh my god, this is this is actually kind of ni- this is actually kind of nice. You know, it's kind of neat. And then you look at a country like um, um, uh, Norway, okay, like they have yeah they have free healthcare and they have all this other stuff. Yeah, it works for them. If you were to try to take that and multiply it exponentially to the US it's impossible. Yeah. It's just it's impossible to do it. So well, you can't compare the two. We we have something no one else has. We have the freedom to oppose or support our liberties. No one else has that anywhere in the yeah. world. And I will say this and and this is just my statement and I'm, I might get some backlash for this whatever but like um regardless of all the issues Everything that I've seen in my life with my parents, what I've been through, whatever, America is the greatest country on earth. Yeah. Because it affords you the luxury and the liberty to become something when you, you come from nothing. Yeah. yeah. And I think that I'm a perfect example of that. And I've always preached that. Like, hey, you know, like my parents can come to this country not even speaking of fu- the fucking language. Yeah. And, yeah. and, but it also kind of motivated me to be. Yeah, but they understood that and they took advantage. Well, I think we all can. We all can. We all can relate to that. I was in Pine Creek Mobile Home Park, bro. Like you know, I'm saying. Like I think that the people that are creating the noise are the people that are the ones that are privileged. Yeah, you know what I mean. No no matter no matter the race, no matter the religion, no matter the background, (laughs) the the noise being being made here is the privileged fucking people. It's like it's like that movie. um, It's not white privilege anymore. It's just privilege. It's like that that movie Overboard that my wife and I love. This line where he goes. You're so bored, you have to invent shit exactly. to bitch about. Exactly. Fuck yes. You just have That's to exactly invent shit like to bitch the, about. The, the attention span um, is short. Um, there's a lot of 
a lot of a lot of a lot of traction and attention behind opposition. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to ask you this because you're 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 in um uh you know with uh, Hemingway West and everything and 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 you know internet. How come <laughs> all I see in my Facebook feed now are ads and films and none of my friends posts? Because Facebook is making money off of the advertising. So like Facebook used to be it's just like Google. Google is not an internet search platform. It's an advertising company. Facebook is now, which is now Meta, is an advertising company. Yeah. Okay. They're not making money off your friends' So posts. how do I make it so that I can see my friends' <clears throat> kids? You, need to, you have to interact with your friends. Yeah. So, so whenever he created this platform, he created it to be a conjunction of these college students interacting with each other. Basically, a storyboard of each one of them talking about their classes and the professors and stuff like that. Somewhat of a, a glass door integrating social to that, right? right? So, like, where's the party going to be this weekend? Shit yeah. like that. Well, if you do not interact with your friends' pictures and stuff like that, then you're not going to see them. And eventually, they're going to become a ghost. And you'll think about it. You're like, I hadn't seen so-and-so in a while. And you have to type it in and look yep. it up. Yeah. Well, guess what? I guarantee you the past 10 or 20 posts, you haven't interacted with them, so you're not going to see them. So... It's kind of like a, a call to action deal. It's like if you want to see these people's posts, and even though you never supported them, like by clicking, then you're not going to organically because you haven't you haven't clicked. Which right. sucks from like from, from like the business standpoint. Yeah. You know this because Dude. you're like you make this post and you have eight thousand. I have eight thousand fucking people that like the seven tap, and it's like, what do you mean a hundred? This doesn't, reached a hundred and fifty nope, people. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what do you mean I got two likes? Like out of my eight thousand followers, yeah, two people it's like because this. it's because it, it's a business model yeah. and they want to make money off of you. And if you're not advertising with them, you're not going to get the reach. It right. is what it is. Like, well, here's the thing. Every look, you're all asking me questions about something that you don't pay for. Yeah. Yeah. It's free. You can't bitch about it. Right. What can you bitch about? that's free. That's the one thing that we're <laughs> fucked up. Even it. Even as we talk about all this entitlement and all this bullshit, you are literally both sitting here complaining about something that is a free utility. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying no. <laughs> so who's this privileged white boy yeah, talking to us about? <laughs> no, but I'm saying no, but I, in a nutshell, no. I, I, I'm, I'm no, but I understand what you're saying. You see what I'm saying because like, I'm trying free. to understand. It's, it's, it's almost like up. you know, yeah, because. You know, and one thing I liked about, I definitely like Facebook because I could post pictures of my grandkids or my children and my mother could look at them and right. go, oh, you know, so I don't have, my wife didn't have to print out pictures and send them to my grandkids. You know, so that's all good. And, that's what it was created for. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's all, you know, that's all well and good, but I have noticed, yeah, it's like I've spent a lot less time mm-hmm. on it now than I used to because it's like, okay, I got to see some girl doing a dance. I got to see... You know, all of, I don't want to see this. I, mean, I use it. You know? I use it to share just business stuff these days. Yeah. I mean, I'll, that's I'll, all I use uh, it for, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that. Um, but still, at the end of the day, you have to pay. It's just it's ridiculous. Or find some kind of hacked. And um, like when we got in this industry in 2015, Facebook launched its business pr- platform. So before then, Facebook was strictly social. So <clears throat> when you first created a business plat uh, business profile on Facebook initially in the first year or two, you got all the reach in the world. Yeah. If you posted something, you got it just like you posted your personal page. Mm-hmm. But they quickly realized that we can make money off this, and they want to charge you for it. And okay, I mean, who are All they? Right. To, who are they to not? Whenever they're yeah. giving you a free now, food? now my question for you, because you're so into this, <laughs> your or Facebook is making horseshoes. Mm-hmm. Is there going to come a time where the guy making horseshoes is going to go? Oh shit! There goes a car. Yep. And Facebook is going to become the horseshoe. Yep. My pivot is always 
I am constantly trying to be different and unique and double down on the personality of the person or the business that's promoting. So I don't ever have to worry about what platform it is. I don't ever have to worry about if there is a platform. If I'm going to market someone, I'm going to get to know them, and we're going to figure out a fucking strategy based on what we have, what our needs are. Do you think another platform? Do you think another platform could come in and do that? At this point, I don't think so. At this point, I don't think. At this point now, I believe that Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok have become utilities. They're continuing to try to fight TikTok. Well, TikTok Um, is 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 by everything. I mean, and again, I could be the idiot getting. My sources from stuff, you know, whatever. But from from all walks, I've heard that TikTok is the fucking worst of them all. It is. They're taking all your data. And yeah. the thing is, yeah. TikTok, it used to be Musical.ly. And yeah. TikTok bought that company out, which is actually a Korean company, but owned by a Chinese company. Yeah. So they're collecting all of your data. And if you read all the terms and conditions, you'll see what they're yeah. getting yeah. access to. Yeah. But if that that utility goes away, we already have we created the same software within Instagram. Facebook has mimicked the software, so yeah. Reels has it. Instagram yeah. Reels the same software, pretty yeah. much, without the you know right. privacy concerns. Right, right. They say, yeah. but at the end of the day, if you're carrying one of these and you never read any of those laws and terms and conditions when you click them and you update these apps. It's your own fault. Right. And if you ever try to say they're taking my privacy, well, if you click that agree and yeah. you didn't read it, technically it's on you. Yeah, yeah that's how that's how HP and all those other print, yeah. printing companies do the same, same thing. Same thing, man. It's, it's on you. Any you just, software any software you install that, on your computer or your, yeah, period. They're going to have access to everything and it's on you no matter what. You know, it just is what it is. Like um I mean, there's I, I'm sorry to say it, but and we're and people I love that you asked me that cuz people they say that all the time. It's like, well, well, actually, I'm having this conversation with my partners. They're like, so and so, so and so. I'm like, look, one day this is going to go away. A webs like we we develop websites and build them all the time. One day they're going to go away. In the next yeah. five years, you're probably not going to have a website anymore. It's just right. going to be something different. Yeah. Now, am I going to continue to keep doing that? No, I'm going to evolve. Like I'm right. going to change. Like I'm open ended. I'm just here to to help people. Now, market. does that frustrate you or does no, that excite you? I love you? it. I'm fucking excited, dude. That's I'm so awesome. excited. Dude, I hate, I love being in the dirt. The shit out of dude, me. I love it. I fucking, dude, yeah, I, I mean, like, like, I want like my ass from my end, it, it, it's just kind of one of those things, like, as a business owner that handles our, like, branding, our, all our stuff. Like, it just, it's like trying to keep up. And I feel like, you know, as you, like I said, like like now that I'm older, like I feel like my parents sometimes were technology's fucking passing me up. Yeah. And I don't think it's not that I don't have the smart it's, for it. it's yeah. the fact that like I just care fucking. Let me give less. you one piece of advice. Never market the same on one platform as you did the other. Unfortunately, I heard that. I have unf- heard I'm that. telling you, because I've seen each that. demographic is different. Yeah. And if you're not on LinkedIn yet, even though it's the fucking brewery, get yeah. on there. Okay. You need to. Because this, this reach issue you're having, you won't have it there. I'm telling you. Yeah, LinkedIn. Uh, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I flirted with it, but I know. No, I I'm telling I you. And, and, you know, I got on one it. Of our, one of our uh, mutual contacts said that. They're like, because I posted, I posted all this shit on LinkedIn, too. Yeah. They're like, Unfortunately, Jose don't have a LinkedIn. I'm like, yeah, yeah he needs to fucking get one. Yeah, yeah. I, I look at mine like, yeah, 41 missed notifications on LinkedIn. I'm like, yeah. oh, I need to go look yeah. at my LinkedIn. Yeah, no, but I'm telling you, like, well, they're just, there's not a, there's so many users and not enough content. Yeah. So yeah. guess what? The content you put out is going to get so much more reach right, right, because yeah. there's not there's right. not enough content. Okay. Organically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So who's the winner today? I'm working on that. I just put some yeah. who songs behind let that. Me t- yeah. Let me try. 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 Let me try.
I'll be honest with you, this podcast to me, I love it because more than just getting a sip tequila with two people that I really like and respect, it's almost become also kind of like a therapeutic thing because we sit here and we talk about whether it's differences or, you know, so it's, you know, it's, it's, it's almost become a therapeutic thing. So like to you, like what, like you who does this, like, like what is it for you? This podcast, like yeah. tequila talk, no, or frequency erupted and all of it, all of all it. All right, in so general. look, this started on me. I, I, yeah. By the way, just so you know, <laughs> I'm going to be interviewing DJ. Yeah. On yeah, tequila we're gonna do on, that next. Uh, we're gonna do that next. And, and, and I say that. Let me say that because there's like we talked about people's reach and stuff. Mm. There are so many fucking podcasts. Oh, I know, today. dude. All right, so there's literally four million. Yeah. Right now in circulation. So like, um, for me, I created this thing thinking, um. I don't know. I was watching some some Gary V shit. This is probably like 2019. Gary fucking V. 2019 is legit. Yeah, but 2019. This is before COVID. For anything, I, yeah. I was watching this shit. I was like, I can fucking do that. Yeah. And I have enough business network that I could create a podcast. We can talk about business. Well, I did that the first three or four episodes. Ben was on the very first episode. Yeah. With Will Harris, mm-hmm. and so Will now does the same shit I do. Yeah. But you do it so much better. Oh, no, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, man, dude, he's a great dude. I used to play soccer with Will. Dude. No, Will's a great guy, man. <laughs> yeah. But so, like, he used to date my daughter. I win. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's got to talk shit yeah. here. So, like, um, so, but like, I created it on the, I figured I was like, okay, I can leverage this on the back of business. And also, it's a great reach for me. Yeah. And then I realized very quickly that I enjoyed having conversations like we're right, doing right, right now. And so, for me, honestly, Every time I sit down at this mic and someone across me gets excited, that gives me motivation for the next episode. Because yeah. honestly, if this was going nowhere, I wouldn't keep doing it. Right. And, but like three or four episodes in, maybe five or six, once I got kind of more social and less business, I ran into somebody who I barely knew. I can't remember who it was. It might have been down here in the East Bank. Um, it was a dude we went to school with. I can't tell you his name off the top of our head. But he came up to me randomly. I don't fucking know his name, bro. Yeah. And he was like, dude, you got that podcast and he's like dude don't don't stop yeah yeah and ever since then i keep hearing that in my head yeah so like if awesome. if one person listens to this shit and gets something out of it even if us if it's us drunk rambling over tequila like if they get something out of it especially the ones i have with people who are like i just had one last week with uh jesse strawham who was she's um yeah plegic now she's wild. literally went through tough mutters and other things and amazing conversation. Like if somebody gets something out of that dude, I got to keep doing it. Yeah. I got to, you, you have had some awesome fucking guests on here. Yeah. I mean, besides and honestly, that, obviously, besides and honestly, no, y'all are great, man. Yeah, but <laughs> honestly, it's, uh, so the weird thing about it is sometimes he, he's had a lot of people on here that I fucking know. Like I know these people, yeah. Yeah. but I don't fuck it. You know, but like, you didn't know what, I, I, know I didn't them. know, know these people. Yeah. And the you one know, with, like, um, peanut, yeah, that was a great I podcast. <laughs> I was cooking dinner. I was laughing. My sh- my wife was like, "What are you listening to?" Yeah. I'm like this I, I kid got in peanut. Okay, I need to go back and listen to that one. It was great. Yeah. It, it was, was really like good. Two weeks ago, yeah. it was good. But they drank beer though. So those. Oh, I didn't drink beer. I drank amateurs. Peanut yeah. drank beer. <laughs> Let me tell you this. I did have one beer at the end. You're right. Thanks yeah. for calling it. One, one, one of my goals in life, and I'm gonna say it right here. One of my goals in life is I'm gonna make a fucking beer that Peanut will drink instead of Coors Light. And I'm That's your goal. <laughs> you know what? Then hey, yeah, I'm gonna what do are you it. gonna call it? I don't know. <laughs> call it peanut. peanut light. That's what you're gonna call peanut know. light. There you go. <laughs> but we're gonna do peanut it. Peanut butter. One of these days we're gonna do it. Damn, but man. that's just. Okay, so the winner today, dude. I can't. 
I can't. These two look. This is either for me. It's between the traditionale and the yeah. Hosang. For me, is that Cristalino? Dude, I keep going with the Cristalino. That, that man. shit's good. Man. I don't That's know good. what I, dude. It, I, this happened last time too. I don't know what it is about that. I'm about to get some more. Like I'm literally yeah. it should not. Fuck, I'm gonna do it though. It could be the sweetness of it, and we had talked about that. That we need to really research the sweetness of some of these tequilas because, so for example, like um um uh, a lot of tequilas that are very popular have sweeteners in them that have been added yeah, there's after some artificial flavors. Yeah, artificial flavors. We talked about that. That's yeah. the popularity of mezcal these days. That it's still very natural. It's still very raw. If this does have this added, then that makes sense. But I don't yeah. know. I, I would have to research it and see. It's like a. It's like a Dude, it's like cane sugar. That's what I think. It's like a Mexican Coke versus versus an American Coke. Yeah. Well, it's 100 percent agave, but I don't. It doesn't say like if there's additives or not. Yeah. So the thing is, when after it leaves Mexico, oh, here we go. I didn't see this. Aged in Eastern European barrels in California Cabernet wine cask. Okay. There you go. I hate wine, but apparently, but there you I go. Like it. Okay, so white women will really love this because it's... Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about your shirt. Mexican women don't drink... Oh, you like my shirt? Yes, I like it. So my it. daughter, Chelsea, gave me this shirt. It says, um, uh, Dear Dad, great job. We're awesome. And there's my daughter, Chelsea, who's my oldest. She's a uh, jet engine mechanic for Southwest. Uh, there's me with tequila. She likes beer. My daughter, Lindsay, <laughs> who likes wine. And my son Sage, who ain't touched alcohol, don't, drink. don't like it. Um, and, <laughs> That's uh, awesome. I thought this was, and it says uh, thank you, and uh, I love her. For, this was a, the great, a great T-shirt. I told her I'd wear it for the next tequila. That's talk. awesome, man. Thank you for thank you for pointing it out. I Hell yeah, dude! But um, I saw that when he walked in. I said, "Yeah, he's, I saw always, that got, too, he's always got a shirt, bro." Yeah, I always got a shirt. I have a next one. I have one for next one too. Mm-hmm. But um, to make me a shirt, make me a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> one day, get text me about oh, you know, money. <laughs> you know, and, and, and here's the thing too: is is you know, I I will randomly send text messages to my daughters like, "I love you. I'm proud of you." Mm-hmm. You know, keep it up, keep it up. I know it's hard, things like that. And so, what's their reaction when you do that? Well. A lot of times, my 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 oldest daughter Chelsea's like a little confused. I think sometimes, but she smiles, you know. And she she's and what's like, funny you on that tequila, yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny. <laughs> is because Cheryl Cheryl told me she's like, you know what? She goes, Chelsea always gives you a Father's Day gift. She never gives me a Mother's Day gift. I'm like, oh shit, okay. Um, but uh, they always give me something for Father's Day, and like Lindsay, especially with Lindsay because she has such a high stress job. You know, I mean, she's a nurse and, and, and she goes through so much. And I, I just always tell her, you know, I'm proud of you. I'm really proud of you. And sometimes I'll get a response. Sometimes I won't. But it doesn't matter what they say to me. It's the fact that they know that I am proud of them. Yeah. You know, and like my son, I'm forever proud of him. And he's got COVID right now. So he, no he's, shit. You know, he got COVID. Damn. He's like, oh. Covid. Time, which one? Second time. Which one? Which one is this? this is the second one. I don't know. I know, but he got it. He tested positive. He's like, it's not as bad as the first one. You right. know, but he's got lost. Not. You know, but he's not at work. He's not working right now. He's, so he'll be out this week. But you know, from time to time, I'll tell him, I am so proud of you because if you'd known him, I mean, he drives Ferraris around Dallas all day, every day. If you'd have known him before he graduated from college you would have said this kid is going to stay in his basement i met him playing video I games me- i thought yeah. that i'm yeah. not no no offense no, no, yeah he's I very, he's very he introverted very, he was very introverted he's very introverted he's and, very quiet and he came i th- believe you brought him to the meeting i brought him to a meeting one and time. i was like he's you know he's quiet and you know that's what it nothing like, like me nothing. yeah nothing right. like his dad right yeah and so but 
and but I'll tell him. But he he has he has. I ne- I never threw him into, um, uh, you know, the reality of life. But I've always told him, look, if if this is what you want to do, this is what you're gonna have to do to get it. You know, and he has built for himself relationships with hundreds of great people, yeah. which is what why I wanted him to work at Ferrari because he deals with people who own million dollar cars that you think would never believe that and then he works with people who who drive you know a little Maserati and they're in debt up to their eyeballs and they act like they're millionaires you know so he's understand he understands that but he he drives he used to hate driving to school at LSUS he used to just to freak him out the first time when I was training him or teaching him how to drive and I took him on Benton Road he had a panic attack okay and I was like, it's okay, it's okay, come on. So down, how does that make you feel to see that now? Because I think that, not to cut you off, but here's the thing that I, I'm excited about, because I've seen this in the background. And when he said meeting earlier, anyone listening and watching, we're not talking about AA, by the way. We're talking, <laughs> yeah. about, we're talking about a networking meeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, BNI. Okay. Yeah, but um, so like I've seen that he takes a lot of your um, – a lot of your passions and he's grown upon your passions. And I feel like that's why you're so passionate because you're like, you're so passionate about Ferraris. Right. You, you love the area he lives in. Well, he just happened to move to that area. You know what I mean? So I think that's awesome. I I love it. I think it's great. Well, I think, and this is what I think you see that happening. No, well, I think what's weird is that I decided at some point in time that I'm done with wanting to live my dreams. Right. I want him. He's carrying them all to live his see dreams. It. I can see it. So that's why when he didn't go with the Disney College program, yeah, we talked to the guy in charge of Ferrari and we got him into that program. And he's known him since he was ten. Yeah, and he's like, I would hire him in a minute because he understands. I would trust him. I trust, and that's a big thing. You're going to give a car. You're going to give somebody's car to some to some. You know, twenty five. He's twenty six, almost twenty six now, but still. When I, I was driving Lamborghinis, I got. I used to get called. My boss used to call me into the office and go, "We got a call from the sheriff that there was a Ferrari going down uh, Dillingham at 100 miles an hour." I'm like, "That wasn't me." He's like, "You were the only one driving the Ferrari at that." Okay, well, you know what? I was trying to make sure. He's like, "I was, I was trying." You know what? I had Pete with me. I wanted to show him what the car does. He knows what the car does. So, but he is nothing like me. Okay, but I will say this: I decided that. There came a point in time in my life that I I could not I would never achieve the goals that I'd set for myself at that point in time. I mean, I may at some point in time, but I wanted him to be able to experience a life, no offense to Shreveport Bozier, outside of Shreveport Bozier. Yeah. To go out there and to do that. And now he lives in his own apartment. He doesn't have a roommate. He lives um at the um um uh, uh the Flatiron District at Austin Ranch, which is gorgeous. He loves where he lives. He bought, he just bought himself his first piece of furniture, real furniture, because when he first moved to his apartment, we went to Ikea and we bought $400 worth of furniture, including a bed. Yeah. Okay. And he was like, oh my God. But we got all together. Well, he went and spent $1,200 on one chair. Good for him. Okay. And paid cash for it. Good for him, Okay. And, because he's like, I think my, I think, I think this IKEA chair is hurting my back. You know, I think it's hurting my back. But I mean, the dudes, the he's dudes got so Ferrari much money because, because, and, and you know, he, he doesn't, he doesn't need to have somebody with him. Because I even asked him one time, I was like, Bear, I said, do you ever get lonely? You know, because I cry when I drop him off. I mean, I cry because I leave him. 
you know, and I miss him. I love him to death. And I leave him. And he's like, I never get lonely. I love my life. I love my time. And so I have to realize, I have to come to a point, not from my point of view, but from his point of view, that he loves Mm -hmm. his life. And I even sent him something the other day that somebody said, um, hey, um, I'm not the same person I was in high school. Come re-meet me. And then somebody commented and said, I'm not the same person I, I was in high school but stay up, but I don't want to meet you. Yeah. And, and that's him. He's like, yeah, I'm exactly like that. I don't have to meet you. I'm happy who I am. And it actually made me have to realize that I always knew I wanted a family. I always knew I wanted children. I always knew I wanted a life that I never had. I had a horrible childhood, a lot of abuse, a lot of things. And I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, let me put this, let me put this delicately. I wanted to be able to correct the things that happened to me. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to be able to give to somebody, one, two, or three children, the life I wished I had had. Okay? And so that's what I felt I was able to do with that. And I could not be happier or prouder of my children for everything they've done and all that they've accomplished. And with him... When we had we uh, did we do the anime con? Did I tell you about that? Yeah, last yeah, time? yeah, yeah. yeah. Last yeah, time. yeah. So well, so we went and we dressed up. So th- it's happening again. He's going to come to this one. But the fact that he allows me to be a part of mm-hmm. this and yeah, yeah, awesome. he enjoys it is the greatest the greatest gift to me in my life. And I knew he would never excel in Shreveport Bossier. Okay, my daughter Lindsay, yes, be quiet because it's a medical field. Medical this field. huge medical yeah. field. She wants to be a nurse. Guess what? You're in the right place. Yeah. yeah. Sage, no. Chelsea, no. Chelsea lives in in Houston, loving life, living you know, living all that life. So, I think that that with 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 him, understanding that uh, I had to understand what made him happy. I wanted to make him be able to have that opportunity with Ferrari, to have that opportunity to have great friends. He loves what he does, and to understand that. Because he's alone doesn't mean he's lonely. Yeah. You know? Right. That he actually uh, actually likes that. Yeah. So. No. But that's a, a, a... I feel like we always end it with kids, but it's just like... It's a, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, I'm glad to hear these perspectives, too, because, as you know, I have a teenager, and I have a one that he just learned how to count to 10, and he's so happy about it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's just... It, it's a whirlwind of... Of, of things and yeah well there's so many issues where parents project their it's the worst thing with these kids and playing fucking baseball and yeah. shit oh, they project oh, what man. they wish they could have done yes onto these children there's a and lot they of, create these complexes yeah. early on it's, it's i need to say something about well, that well, no, no, no. You, but when you were saying all that it just goes to show that you're doing the right things because you say what he's passionate about i'm being a part of right instead yeah. of making him a part of what you're passionate right about. because now my grandson i'm gonna say this okay my grandson played t-ball okay a wee ball is what they call yeah. it okay and what's really funny is my son-in-law is very successful in what he does okay and uh he was playing he's playing wee ball and one of the teams that we played against was you know they all had all the parents had matching uniforms with their kids, and every one of the fathers out on the on the field looked like they played ball before. And I'm yeah. like, they all look like ball players. And Lindsay's, my daughter's like, yeah, they all played in high school. I, and then I went to my son-in-law. I said, you know what's funny? I said, is all these guys who 
um, were really popular and played played baseball in high school and everything, they work for you now. <laughs> and he said, you're right, they do. I said, yes. Yeah. So it's not about that. It's about having values. Yeah. Yeah. So I had yeah. to say that. But, you know, I think that that's one thing, too. And and you go back to business and stuff and the people that you meet and that you interact with. And comparison is the worst fucking do, thing. Yeah, it, is. Oh, yeah. it is the worst we'll fucking thing. And, and, and I learned it early on because I... I would always say, like, once I reach this level, I'm good. Once I reach this level, like, I'm fucking good. Yeah. You know, like, I, I've made it once I hit this level, you know, and there's always going to be someone so far fucking above you. And yeah. even people that, like, like, and, and I've had to come to terms with that and just be like, worry about you and your fucking family, and if y'all are okay, then that's the only thing that matters. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's it just, it is what it is, you know? Well, I think... I will say this. Your daughter was so proud to say, my daddy owns this place. Yeah, she did. She yeah. ran up to She this, was this place. so yeah. proud yeah. to say that. And we were like, yes, he does. Yeah. So whether you whether you think she's... she's well, and, she, she wants to work for the tap one day, and it's just like, well... You, well, she was showing her friends around like, this is my house. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you all need to respect yeah, yeah. my... <laughs> the thing is, she would never tell me that. Yeah. Like, her, no, and, and like, that's whatever. fine. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's okay because, yeah. you know... At some point in time, they, they're going to come back to you. And, and I always, I, what's funny is I'll always send little little texts to my daughter, Lindsay, because, I mean, Chelsea's very, Chelsea's a tomboy. She's very, um, uh, she's not as emotional as Lindsay is. Mm-hmm. So I'll get, I'll get like, you know, two years ago, this happened. And, or 10 years ago, Lindsay posted this and said, Daddy, I miss you, you know. And I'll send it to her. And she goes, I still do. I still miss you. <laughs> you know, I still love you. I, and so, you know, Every child is different, just like every employee in your in your company is different. And I used to tell my dad because my sister and I are so different. I used to tell my dad, "Look, you can raise two children exactly the same way. One will be a doctor, one will be a drug dealer. Yep. It, it has nothing to do with how you raise them. It was how that you were child. able. It's how you were able to understand that that child responded." positively this way and negatively this way to something you can't there's no book that says do this with your child because everybody's individual like you said everybody's individual everybody's their own own person everybody's their own thing so don't don't try to say what worked with one works with the other because it doesn't the only thing that a child understands across the board is a little butt whooping there's okay (laughs) and i'm gonna say that and and it's not talking about child abuse it's talking about look Hey, it's attention. Understand. Attention. Hey, understand. Look, yes. There's no down. fucking life hack to parenting. There's only life hack. But to they really, try. Yeah. Look, the only hack that I know works is the one. Well, I still haven't tried this yet, but it looks complicated <laughs> as fuck. Is the, is the fitted sheet thing? Have you seen that? No, shit? No, 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 I haven't. You seen know that. how you not? You can't fold a fitted sheet where you just roll it up into a fucking ball. Yeah. Look, when I master that fucking fitted sheet hack, it's on, bro. <laughs> We're fucking going down. But look, man, yeah. let's wrap this thing up. Well, I right. thank you, DJ, so much. I appreciate it. You know, I was telling my wife, I said, when you had sent us the, the message this week saying this, this week, I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot. I totally, I've been so busy. Yeah. I've got 16 dogs and cats. I'm trying, my wife decided to take another cat in the house. So I've been so busy. Are you talking about a, a feline a or kidding, another female? A kitten. Yeah, a kitten. Yeah, yeah a kitten. Yeah, a kitten. And, and it was funny. I was working on my truck and and she saw a post on the um, neighborhood, on the neighborhood board that said, there's a kitten there's a kitten in my um, in my uh, flower bed, and so I'm working on my truck. I'm I'm in there. I'm all greasy. I, I look up, and she's got a cat in her arm. I'm just like, <laughs> all right, let's do this. Busy, but I love my <laughs> wife. But I love my wife because she loves 
She loves unconditionally, yeah. you know, and, and, um, I could learn a lot from her and I, I do learn a lot from her, you know, about patience because we're keeping my daughter's dog, who's a little bit of a puppy and he likes to yap every now and then, and I'm losing my mind. And she's like, I get, I do that all day. I'm like, then you're more patient than me because I could not handle that all day. So, you know, my life consists of getting up in the morning. If I didn't have to feed dogs, I wouldn't get up in the morning. That's my life. I get up feeding animals. I feel like I'm on a farm. But I get up and I do that. And so when you said, oh, we're doing tequila talk this week, I'm like, is that, is that already this week? I, I, totally, I totally forgot. I, I've been so busy with the dogs and my truck and everything like that. But I'm glad. I appreciate this. I'm not as bad as I was the last time. I can remember going to the bathroom if I had to. <laughs> but um, I, will, I will definitely say that to me. That was the winner of today. Yeah. Um, they were all great tequilas. Um, and so thank you. Thank you for putting this on. Thank oh, yeah, you for doing yeah. this and for continuing. Well, and I love more. seeing you. Sometimes I see you when him and I are cooking. Sometimes I see you here. But I love that we speak openly and that um, we don't judge each other. Nope. That's the beauty That's of it. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers, guys. Salute. That's a wrap. <laughs>